You are listening to Titan Football on the DHS Press Network. DHSPress.com. All the news Titans need to know. That's DHSPress.com. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Far too kind. Uh. Yeah. Ready? Woo. Uh. Woo. Can I get an encore? Do you want more? Cook and roll with the Brooklyn boys. So for one last time, I need y'all to roll. Hello and welcome back to Dominion Titan Football and boy, have we missed this. I'm Kevin DiDomenico, joined by Wyatt Krieger and tonight the Titans take on the pride of heritage in the Titans' first Conference 21 matchup this season. It's a warm fall evening at about 76 degrees as the sun sets here in Leesburg, Virginia and it's setting up to be a beautiful night for football. The Titans coming in at 2-2 two and two and the pride coming in at 3-1. and one. To tell you all about it, here's Wyatt Krieger. Kevin, it is great to be back as the Titans are officially starting conference play tonight. These games do mean a lot more in the playoff picture, and we've got a Dominion team coming off of a tough loss of a score of 42-10 to 10 against 6A Powerhouse South Lakes. A tall task, Kevin, as head coach Carl Buckwalter described it, but nonetheless, this team believes they have played the three toughest opponents they're going to face this year already with South Lakes, Potomac Falls, and Clark County, so coming in 2-2 two and two is not necessarily a negative. I do think we are in store for a great matchup tonight. Both coaches seem very confident in their players coming into this one, but history favors Dominion as the Titans are 5-0 against the Pride in the last five meetings, but the Pride have looked like a tough team as of late as they come with victories against Freedom, Rockridge, and Washington High School. Yes, and tonight Dominion is really going to look to exploit the defensive backs of Heritage and use their great receiving core we all know about, and they got to really get them going uh, first. Um, while Heritage really prides themselves on their defensive and um, depth in that department but as I've said many times before Kevin if Dominion can establish the run to complement that passing game we will be seeing a Titan victory. That's great stuff Wyatt the Titans are elected to kick off here and the pride dressed in red jerseys with white lettering the Titans with white jerseys and black lettering and black pants Ramon Bloss on a kick it away from the 40 yard line and a huge game is about to get going here for the Titans. Alejandro Calderon and Gio Wooten back to receive it along with R.J. Wallace. Safe to say the biggest game of the year so far, Kevin, correct? Safe to say that. From the 40, Ramon Blas boots it away. Deep high kick to the 6-yard line. Taken by Calderon. Cuts it upfield down to the 20-yard line across the 25. Finds a seam there down to the 30. Breaks the tackle to the 35. He's got room, and he's stripped down. Down to the 45-yard line, tackle made by Trey Hayes. Big, nice run back there from Calderon. Great start for Heritage. They had great blocking on that kick return, Kevin, and not the best field position you want to see if you're a Titans fan. Titans are dealing with some injuries, Kevin. Uh, Kobe Clay, the starting cornerback, is out, and Jamari Robinson, starter on that defensive line, is also out, Kevin, with an injury. So seven injuries for the Titans, and Brett Johnson, the sophomore quarterback, will come on. Johnson, a scrappy runner, the 6'2 guy. Spread formation, Johnson give up, gives up the middle and stopped immediately. Tackle made by number 63, Ethan Ferguson, and that was Calderon on the run. This defensive line, the really the strongest unit on this uh, Titans defense, probably the strongest unit on this team, as they've really done a great job. So Calderon, the the Calderon gets the bulk of the carries here for the, for the Heritage Pride. The fullback, Matt Wittick, will also get some looks 
He's at the wing position. Two receivers to the far side, run receiver to the near side. Calderon in motion. Johnson takes a snap, it's a screen pass, and it's just over the hands of Tyreek Moss, and he's gonna be a big factor for the pride tonight, Wyatt. Yes, Kevin, and on that play, Johnson had a lot of pressure in his face, but just missed the throw too high there. Lucky did not get picked off. So he had a chance to catch up with head coach Reed Prosser, and he talked about Brett Johnson's ability to, to lead as a quarterback, and he said he's ahead of, he's ahead of the curve as a sophomore, he has a chance to be a really special player, and he can show that here on this big third and 11. 11.06 to go here in the first quarter. Trips to the, trips to the right. Johnson takes snap, rolling out to the far side. He's got pressure immediately by Joel Campos, who drags him down. Johnson gets the ball away. Looks like it's fumbled. J.D. Pierre running down to the 10-yard line. He's tackled down at the 10. Past the 10, down to the 9-yard line. I don't know what happened there. I think Johnson tried to throw the ball away, and he fumbled it. So, Kevin, as... Joel was pulling him down. It looked like he tried to get rid of it. I think they're going to I think they're going to discuss with each other on if it was a fumble if he did get that throwing motion in. But if not, huge play for the Titans. Pierre showing some speed. Um, running it all the way down to the 10. Big big defensive play there from Joel Campos being able to knock the ball out and we're going to see Thomas Jarman trot out to the field now. Jarman's going to take over at the 10-yard line. Same spread formation the Titans have been, I'm sorry, it's a trips to the left with George Richardson alone on an island to the far side. Jarman takes snap, he gives up the middle to Wirtz. Wirtz spins off the defender at the five, touchdown. Wirtz trots in easily after the spin at the eight yard line and Alex Wirtz gets the Titans on the board first. Six to nothing with 10.46 to go here in the first. Wirtz with a huge hole to run through there. Great play call by Coach Holland and Kevin, not the start you want to see if you're a, a fan of the Heritage Pride. Pride with a great return from Calderon to start the game, and all of a sudden, it's Titans trying to make it a 7-0 lead. Bloss on to kick the extra point. Bloss is perfect on extra points this year. Snap kick up, and he's still perfect. 7-0. The Titans lead. That drive was one play, nine yards, and... We'll credit that drive to J.D. Pierre, who ran the ball all the way down to the 10 from that fumble from Johnson. Yes, Kevin, it was a weird play. We thought the play was blown dead yeah. after that. Yeah. It looked like he threw it from here, but uh, the refs probably didn't think so. Fumbled, J.D. Pierre recovered. Well, I think that shows some of the, the maturity factor of, being, of having a sophomore quarterback, just not knowing when to just go down and take the sack from Joel Campos, but he tried to get the ball away, and it, it cost them. Yes, Kevin, that's probably a play where the quarterback wants to eat it. Just take the sack, like you said. So the Titans on to kick it away again from the 40-yard line. Ramon Bloss again. Ramon Bloss. Interesting to see if he goes for the touchback. He really has been mixing it up for letting the other team, opposing team return it or just boot it through the end zone like he can. He can do both. Well, you saw last week against South Lakes, a very, very good South Lakes team. They had to shake things up. So they went with an onside kick a few a couple times, I think, and then mostly squid the fake, kicks. They went with a fake punt too, Kevin. So special teams plays were big there for South Lakes. Was not enough, though, in the 42-10 to 10 loss. Bloss kicks it short down to the 12-yard line, and it's fumbled. Fumbled by the pride return man, and it's fumbled again. Ball down. Ball down. He recovered it, but he lost the ball again, and we'll see who has it. That was R.J. Like Wallace, and Heritage recovers it, and that is 
That's a big time scare for the Heritage Pride as the Dominion Titans would have taken over at about the 22-yard line. Would have been two turnovers to start the game already so early in this first quarter. Interesting develop here, development here, Kevin. Titans look like they're going four men on the defensive line and three linebackers with Kyle Kavinsky, Alex Wirtz, and Eric Blackwell. So, so really interesting to see. A lot of changes for the Titans defense. Isaiah Webster now in at quarterback. He's been dealing with some quad troubles. Johnson gets them ready. Trips to the right. One receiver to the left. Johnson takes snap back to pass. Looking. Completes to number 13 at the 27-yard line. Finds a seam down to the 31-yard line across the 30. Bring up a second and about three. That's Geo Wooten on the reception. Tackle made by the safety George Richardson, who will play such a big factor in today's game. Coach Reed Prosser talked about George Richardson and how he is he is amazing. He said 10 is amazing. Probably the best wide receiver I've seen in my time in Loudoun County. That's high praise from the opposing high praise, coach. Kevin. Second and three. Johnson in the shotgun. He gives up the middle to Calderon. Calderon finds the seam across the 45. Dragged down at the 44-yard line. I'm sorry. That There's was a flag, that Kevin. That was Bo Hogan. That was not Calderon. Hogan getting some early carries with 9.56 to go in the first quarter. Flag down. Looks like a hold. Looks like, yep. It's going to be a hold on the Pride. It's going to push him back 10 yards. So the Pride kicking themselves in the foot here, Kevin, on these first two drives. It is interesting. Kyle was playing really well at defensive end, but they decided to move him. Coach Buck did talk about his confidence in Kyle Kavinsky. They can do. He, he, they say he can do whatever he, they want with him, really. Move him all around the field. Again, on our halftime interview, Coach Carl Buckwalter was raving about Kavinsky's ability as an athlete. He said he could do just about anything. He did Just say about that. anything, including dancing. <laughs> Second and six. Johnson in the shotgun. Calderon next to him, I believe. Johnson takes a snap, he's looking, steps up, and pressure from the near side, he's run. He's going to take off and run, and he gets back to the line of scrimmage, maybe gets about one. Tackle made, pushed out of bounds actually by Kyle Kavinsky, some pressure up the middle from J.D. Pierre, the big temple commit. Yes, Johnson had no time, or no time to look at his um, options there, Kevin, and Pierre really just bursted through that hole, and Kyle Kavinsky showing his speed to not let him get that edge. It's going to bring up a third and five here for Johnson and company. The Pride have been switching between Bo Hogan and Calderon. 9.34 to go in the first quarter, third and five. Titans with a seven to nothing lead early here. Spread formation, two receivers to the left, two receivers to the right. Hogan with a receiver next to him and he throws the ball incomplete just off the hands of Tyreek Moss. So he had Bo Hogan next to him that time. Pride not able to get in much offensive rhythm so far, Kevin. With the incomplete passes, there's been a few drops and the turnovers. Interesting to see if Titans can try to put this away maybe in the first two possessions. It's going to bring up a fourth down and five. Aaron Macis on to punt it away for the Pride. 9.29 to go in the first quarter. Jaden Pierre back to receive it. And he punts it away right to Pierre, a little bit behind him. Great punt. Pierre calls a fair catch at the 28-yard line, and the Titans are going to take over. Great punt there from Macis. Macis, a receiver, really one of the star players on this Heritage team. He can do it all, just as we said earlier, Kyle Kavinsky, who can do it all, stepped in as a punter for a few games. We have Thomas Jarman coming in again at quarterback, and we saw last week in the game with South Lakes, we saw him take quite a bit of a leadership role 
You yeah. saw him talking to his receivers a little bit more as the team was struggling, down 42 to 10. But we also saw some receivers emerge, like with Jaden Pierre. He started to make a lot of plays down the stretch. And although they didn't mean much to score, um, it's good for his development as a receiver. First down and 10 at the 29-yard line spread formation for the Titans. Jaden Pierre bunched in tight. Jarman takes a snap. He gives up the middle to Steve Zegbe running around the far side. Spins off of the defender, and he's hitting the backfield. Talking about Thomas Jarman, tackle made by Bo Hogan. Talking about Thomas Jarman, Coach Carl Buckwalter said, quote, he is starting to become who we believed he can be. So Coach Carl Buckwalter showing his grown confidence in Jarman. And one interesting stat he shared with us was that they have never had an all-conference QB, Kevin, at Dominion yeah. High School. And he, and he thinks Jarman can be the first one to do it. 8.46 in County to go in the first quarter. Spread formation here for the Titans. Wirtz back in at tailback. Jarman gives to Wirtz. Wirtz looking for his hole. Spins off a tackler. And he gets about three yards there. Tackle made by a whole bunch of, of pride. And it's going to bring up a third and long third and about 13. Buck, like I said in the intro, Kevin, Buck did say for offensive strategy, he wanted to get the ball to these receivers. He really thinks they can exploit the Heritage defensive backs. And then um, he wanted to establish the run after that. Well, really it's crucial. He said it's out. crucial to establish the run. Um, they shortened up the blocking scheme this week, so we'll see how that fares for the Titans. Third and 13. Spread formation. Pass formation. Pierre and Richardson to the near side. Jarman barking out signals, takes a snap. He rolls out to the right. He throws on the run, and it's caught by Trevor Carlin just near the sticks, and I don't think he got it. Going to bring up at fourth and one. Tackle made by Chris Frank. To Good job by Frank to keep him away from the first down. So the Titans are going to play the field position game here, Kevin, and punt it away, but Carlin did play well last week at seven receptions. Leading reception. leading. He led the team in receptions. Webster punting here now for the Titans. R.J. Wallace back to receive. Carlin still adjusting to his new wideout position. And Webster boots it away. A nice punt. Wallace fair catch called. And it is a scary one, but he makes the catch at the 33-yard line. Pride football. We're talking about Carlin's position switch. He did um, switch positions with Kyle Kavinsky. Kyle Kavinsky got moved to tight end. Should be for blocking purposes uh, two weeks ago against Fauquier. It seemed to have worked for the for their offense so far, Kevin. And it is middle school night here at the Heritage High School football stadium. All the middle schoolers get in for free. All middle school, that is right. So White got in free tonight. Joking. All right. Bryce Johnson, right. pistol <laughs> formation. They give up the middle to Calderon, who is stopped immediately at the line of scrimmage, which just jokes up here. Trips to the left on that play. Titans are dealing with the injury to Jamari Robinson. He's such a crucial player to them. Buck believes he's a Division I talent. He talked about the, de the defensive line. He said there's four Division I talents up there. All four of them. So second and 11 here for the Pride spread formation, the same as the Titans formation, actually. They have Calderon in the backfield in sort of a pistol formation. Johnson takes a snap. He's looking, looking, steps up. He's going to throw deep down the far side of the field, and it's picked off by George Richardson at the 40-yard line, and he's pushed out of bounds by Gio Wooten. So Titans are going to take over at the 40. 
Johnson had the, the receiver had the man beat there, but George Richardson, you know, he can make any play, and he Came really up just over showed top his speed at, at the safety position. It was a little bit overthrown, and George Richardson with the sure, hand, sure hands as anyone. Well, you talk about stopping the run for Dominion is something they really couldn't couldn't do last week. Last week, they did give up a lot of rushing yards last week in that 421 rushing yards on six touchdowns and 32 attempts. They averaged 13 yards. A carry those running backs did. First down and 10 here for the Titans. Trips to the right, and they give to Wurtz up the middle. Wurtz finds the team down to the 50-yard line. Break to the far side, down to the 40. Pass to 30. Five, and down to the 31-yard line. First down, and a big gain for Alex Wurtz. And it's really been the blocking that has freed up Wurtz on his big runs so far, Kevin. I think the offense line is doing a great job um, so far tonight. Buck did talk about it. it the, the running game is solely... Solely, um, not solely, but a key, the main part of it is this offensive line and how yeah. well they perform. Yeah. Isaiah Webster will also play a big part at the running back position as he will get some of the carries there. Spread formation again at the 36-yard line. Jarman takes snappies back to pass, looking, rolls, and he throws to Richardson, and it's over Richardson head. And there's a hit at the end. No flag there. Looked, Looked a little bit late to me, Kevin. Unintended. At the 15-yard line, bring up second and 10 for the Titans at the 36. So with Titans not having an all-conference quarterback um, in in, Titan, in Dominion football history, they did say Jarman, they think they have one with Jarman right now, and he's really progressed this season. I think, I think he's just gotten better every game, just comfortable-wise, and, yeah. and he's been putting up numbers. Um, but can he be productive is the question tonight in this big-time big, big time conference game. Trips to the right. They overload to the right side. And we see Richardson alone on an island there. They, this time they give to Zegbe up the middle. That's his second carry. That's two carries. So there is an injury to Webster. And he is starting at cornerback. But Steve Zegbe getting the uh, running back two carries right now uh, alongside Wurtz. So interesting to see that. Maybe the injury is nagging at Webster and he, he won't be he well, isn't Kobe, able to play Kobe running Clay back. is also hurt yeah and he's out and he's he's one of the running backs as well Wirtz with three carries on 42 yards so far a nice stat line so far for him spread formation again for the Titans Wirtz next to Jarman Jarman's back to pass he's looking he lofts it over to Wirtz and Wirtz hit right away at the 43 yard line by number five Matt Arcio Wurtz did all he could on that play. He made the catch, but what a big hit by Matt, Ar Matt Arturo. I think it's Matt Arcuri. Matt Arcuri. So Matt Arcuri with the, with the lays a big hit on, on Wurtz. Going to bring up a fourth and 11. We are trying our best with these names, I will say. It's Kevin. not easy. It's not easy on the fly. <laughs> 448 and counting here to go in the first quarter. 7 to nothing Titans. They're going to go for it on fourth down and 10. Fourth down and 11. Jarman takes a snap. He rolls out to the far side, looking, throws deep down to the field to George Richardson. Up, and it's batted away by number two, Aaron Maces. Big play there. Aaron Maces, I will say, made a smart play there. He could have picked it off, and would have, but would have, that would have pushed his team back yeah. in deep into their yeah. own field position. But he bats it down, and now the Heritage will flip it back and will start on their own, or their own 35. Well you, well, you can see the Titans are already early just trying to get the ball up to up to Richardson there. And Heritage is doing a great job in coverage. I think they're using their safeties well. And Aaron Maces is a star safety for them. So Johnson and company will come out. Let's see if they can get some 
flow to their offense. First and 10 from the 32-yard line. We'll see if they can, Wyatt. Next to him is Bo Hogan. Johnson gives to Hogan up the middle. Hogan breaks the tackle down to the 35, tackled by Kyle Kavinsky. Gets about two yards there. Kavinsky dragged him down or pushed him back, pulling him back as he gets two or three. These defensive backs for Dominion have really played well all year. Haven't given up too many big plays through the air. Mm -hmm. It's been the run game sometimes that has hindered them. Well, we sure saw that last week. Spread formation here, second and seven for Johnson and company. Johnson's back to pass. He's looking. He throws, and it's caught by number eight. Brandon Stone tackled by... Number five, Steve Zegbe, who gave him a bit of a cushion there, is going to bring up a third and manageable, third and four. Third and three, I'm sorry. It was a quick slant the there. It was a quick slant there, and Johnson delivered a strike, and Zegbe right on him, make the tackle. But nonetheless, it's going to be third down. So seven to nothing, Titans lead, 327 now to go in the first quarter. Third and three, big play for the Pride. Titans student section growing here. Spread formation, Johnson takes a snap, he throws, and it's caught. Immediately falls in number 13, Geo Wooten, first down. Down to the 47-yard line. Pride putting together a nice little drive here. I like what they're doing. I like the short routes to get Johnson going, Kevin. Yeah. And Titans are playing off a little bit, so might as well just hit, take the underneath, chip away at it. First down and 10 from the 47-yard line. We have not seen anything but the spread formation here for the Pride. Trips to the right. Johnson gets his line ready and immediately takes a snap. He rolls out to the near side. He's looking. He's looking. He throws over the middle, and it's caught by number 11, Tyreek Moss. Nice catch there. It's going to bring up a first down, and they move the chains again. Two consecutive first downs here. First down at the 42, 41 now of the Dominion Titans. I'll say it again, Kevin. Great play call. I like the rollout. Yeah. Uh, their offensive line has really stepped up this drive, and a great catch there by Tyreek Moss. So the sophomore, Bryce Johnson. And it looks like there's going to be a timeout on the field. Brett Johnson, I'm sorry. Sophomore Brett Johnson showing what he can do here early in the game. So, Kevin, it will be interesting to see how injured Isaiah Webster is because they are thin right now at defensive back. And they've got, they've got Kobe Clay hurt, and if Isaiah Webster re-injures himself, then they'll, they'll be in trouble for in the, at that position. So timeout called here. 2.38 now to go, 7 to nothing. Titans lead, and it's a first down and 10 as the Pride are driving. And both teams will come back onto the field. Johnson has looked a little inaccurate on a few of his throws, but you know, nonetheless he's getting the ball to his receivers on this drive, Kevin. So they line up in the spread formation again, trips to the left. Brett Johnson immediately calling out signals. He takes a snap and he gives to Hogan up the middle, who's hit immediately at the line of scrimmage by number 50, Jimmy Christ. Jimmy Christ on the tackle. Jimmy Christ got his first offer this week, Division One, UVA football. Seems like that family just turns out Division One athletes, Kevin. They've got a brother, Tommy. Tommy Christ, who is redshirting at UVA right now. And why you had an interesting little thing you said about the what the red shirts do at UVA. We'll say well you'll talk about that after this play. Second and ten trips to the left. Bryce relaxes now comes back into his crouch takes a snap, 
Oh, we're about to take the snap. He does take the snap. He's back to pass, and he completes the pass down to the 29-yard line across the 30, complete to Geo Wooten, and that's going to be a first down. So, Wyatt, talking about the red shirts at UVA, what do they do there? It is something I noticed, Kevin. I, I, just, didn't I just didn't know college just did this, but it seems as Tommy, Tommy, the, Tommy and the rest of the red shirts sit in the crowd yeah. along with the fans instead of being on the sidelines. An interesting deal there. Nevertheless, a nice setup for Tommy Christ. First down and 10 from the, t from the Titans, 29. Spread formation now bunched to either side. Bryce, Bryce, Brett Johnson takes a snap. He's rolling, looking, and now it looks like he's going to take off at the 35-yard 30, line. Runs down to the 29, back to the line of scrimmage, and he was hit out of bounds by Alex Wirtz. Wirtz with a big hit there. Johnson showing some mobility, being able to tuck in a run for a few. But Wirtz, a guy who really likes to really likes to hit the other team hard, Kevin. So I believe he got a yard there down to the 28-yard line. Going to bring up a second, second and 10. 124 to go. Clock stopped as he did go out of bounds. They go trips to the left again. Run, one receiver to the right. Johnson takes a snap. He's looking. He throws to that receiver to the right, and he's hit by Steve Zegbay. And tackled, that's Brandon Stone, who gets about seven there. So they're, it's these short passes from Brett Johnson, and they're making something happen. A methodical drive, going to bring up a third and five, and a big third and five at the 24-yard line. Yes, Kevin, a lot of curls and slants, and this is when you see a quarterback, once he gets in his rhythm, start to take a few shots. So it'll be interesting to see if they, they end up trying yeah. to do that. Webster in the game, a quarterback at the far side cornerback position. The sophomore, Steve Zegbay, getting playing on both ends of the ball. That's five completions in a row for Brett Johnson. And they go trips to the left again. They've only shown the spread formation here for the pride. And someone jumped, and I believe it is the Titans. There's a flag down. Pierre and, and Campos it both is on the jumped on that, on that play. A good call there to go on the hard count as they've been just pushing the ball down the field methodically and really tiring out this defense. And we'll see if that does give them the first down. If not, it's going to be right near the sticks. They might have to measure. First down. They do call a first down. So first down and 10 at the 18-yard line. First red zone trip for the Heritage Pride this game. Okay, so a different formation here for the Pride. They're bunched in tight. Looks like an I formation with two backs, three backs in the backfield. Johnson takes a snap. He gives to Calderon up the middle. Calderon finds a seam, and he gets a 9 or 10 pushed down by the secondary led by George Richardson. And a whole different setup there. Formation with 20 seconds left in the first quarter. They get 8 yards there down to the 10-yard line. Really methodical drive, Kevin. I think we are seeing a little bit of fatigue on that Titans defensive line. We know that we've, they've worked on that all season, though, Kevin. And I believe they're going to run it down. Here to the end of the first quarter. It is the Titans, seven. The Pride, nothing but the Pride putting together a nice drive, second and three from the 10-yard line. We're going to pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to DHS Press Network. You're listening to Titan Football on the DHS Press Network. DHSPress.com. All the news Titans need to know. That's DHSPress.com. You're listening to... So... Second quarter about to get underway here. Titans with a 7-0 lead. 
Is that just me, Kevin, or did that fourth, first quarter go by really quickly? That was just you. That was the longest first quarter I've ever seen. Um, talking about some Titans and playing in college, Tucker Streicharts is at William & Mary, and he was, he was quite the star here for Dominion. He was. Great kid, too, Kevin. We all, we all love Tucker. Uh, Scotty Forms. Scotty Forbes, I'm sorry. We'd like to send our thoughts and prayers to him in hopes for a speedy recovery as, his, as he tours ACL playing at Wagner College. And you got to hope the best for that guy. He works so hard. He does work hard, Kevin. I mean, all the, all the Dominion players that he played with raved about his work ethic. Mm -hmm. This so drive, the Heritage Pride are in right now, has been eight plays and 41 yards. So, Trying to cap it off with a score. They go to that same bunched-in tight formation with no receivers. It's an obvious run formation, second and two. Johnson, it's a play-action fake. Johnson throws, and Ooh. it's just out of the reach of Matt Widdick. Wow. Johnson had him wide open for a touchdown, and now they put themselves in a third, big third down here at the 10-yard line. A little momentum great, gained here for the Great play Titans. fake there, too, I yeah. will say, Kevin. If I didn't even say us. it was a... It was a run. It was a run situation. So third and two here, but Johnson had two guys. One Aaron Mace is in the back of the end zone, yeah. and he had Wittick running in the flat, but just missed him rolling left. Eleven fifty-four here to go in the first half. Third and three. Here we go. Spread formation. They go right back to the spread. Two receivers to the left. Two receivers to the right. It's Calderon next to Johnson in the backfield. This time. Johnson back to pass, and it's a bad pass at the receiver's knees. Gio Wooten cannot come up with it. Going to bring down a fourth down, and we'll see what they do here. So all of a sudden, after a second and two, it's a fourth and two. They're going to go for it, Kevin. Um, the Pride must not have the luxury of having a kicker as automatic as Ramon Bloss, or they just want to tie things up here early in the second quarter. So we'll see what they do here, what formation they go to, if it's the bunch set or the spread. They're going to go to a bit of a hybrid of it. They bunch their spread. Johnson takes a snap. He rolls to the near side, looking, throws, and it's batted away by Jimmy Christ. Big play there. Turnover on downs at the 10-yard line. Intended for Geo Wooten, and the Titans are going to take over at the 10. Big, big play. Really brutal for the Heritage Pride to drive all the way down the field and come up with nothing there, Kevin, but great play by Jimmy Christ. Batted that ball down the way. He had a few people open on that near side of the end zone. So, Jarman and company trying to extend their lead here. Pride, I think, are just looking to, to stay in this game at halftime with a powerful, powerful Titans offense. Trips to the right, one receiver to the left in Richardson. Jarman takes a snap and he gives to Alex Wirtz running along the far side. Wirtz finds a seam there down to the 20-yard line, first down, and he got Got the edge there, tackle made by Gio Wooten. I thought he was about to bust that, Kevin, but a Heritage player pushed him out. And the Titans really focusing on the run here. Receivers not as involved as we would like, but Heritage has been have been perfect in coverage so far. They're really keen on George Richardson having a lot of safety help from Gio Wooten, who's been playing pretty well so far along with Aaron Macis. Trips to the right. 
Same formation as last time. Jarman takes a snap. This time he's back to pass. Immediate look to George Richardson as it's just off of George Richardson's hands on the slant play. Could not come up with the catch. It was a tough play nevertheless, but it was just over his head. Was a little high, Kevin, but I, I just think that's a play Richardson's got to make. He's a Division one receiver, and he's made catches far, yeah. far, far more difficult than that one. Going to bring up a third and one. Timeout called by a frustrated Coach Buckwalter running down the sideline. To talk a little bit more about the a uh, bit of a college update for Dominion Titans in playing football in college, the Atariwa brothers, Yazid Atariwa is playing at Toledo, who is apparently doing really well this season. Mm -hmm. And Adib is still playing at G J JMU. Jason Robinson, a loyal listener, is, continu is continuing his season at Howard University as they look to improve their 2-2 two and two record on Saturday. And as we know, Tommy Christ is redshirting his freshman year at UVA. We'd like to give a shout-out to head coach Carl Buckwalter's sister, Pip, in Florida. Loyal listener as well, as he's told us many times, Kevin. Just a little shout-out. Yeah, you got to love the, the loyal listeners. They keep us going here. Third and one. Third and one, big play for the Titans. Trips to the right. It's the same formation as the last two plays. Jarman takes a snap. He gives up the middle to Words. Words gets the first down and more. Sideswipes the defender at the 35 and is dragged down to the 43-yard line. What a powerful run there by Words. Tackle made by Alejandro Calderon. And that play doesn't happen, Kevin, if Words doesn't make the, that linebacker miss on that first uh, meeting in the, in the hole there. And Words has looked really good so far, Kevin, in this game. Words shook Carson Turner there. And put him on the ground. First down and 10 here for the Titans at the 39-yard line. They send George Richardson out to our near side. He's got a major size advantage here, Kevin. Major size advantage. you got to look to him here. They come over with the safety help, and they give to Wirtz this time up the middle, who puts his head down and runs for about three yards. Tackle made by a whole bunch of pride led by Sam Ray. And, well, you saw George Richardson alone out there. Aaron Macis had to come over from his safety position and help out there. And I think that it just shows how much they are keying on it. Alex Wirtz so far this game with six carries and 69 yards. Second and six here. 10.38 to go in the first half. Spread formation. They send Richardson out to the near side again. Macis looks to help. And they give up the middle again to Wirtz. Wirtz cuts down to the field at the 40. Breakdown to the first down. Down to the 47-yard line. He made a cut at the 42-yard line and took off there. Tackle made by Garrett Griffith. The sophomore. Wirtz really showing his patience as a running back. Um, yeah, he, looks, drive, he Kevin. looks great so far. And he's really just waiting for these holes to open, and he's letting the game come to him. And I like that from our starting running back, Kevin. He's picking up for the slack of, or I'm sorry, the injuries of the other Titan running backs, Isaiah Webster and Kobe Clay. But now this time it's Steve Zegbe in the, at the back position as the Titans go trips to the right. Jarman takes a snap. He runs to the near side. Throws over the middle now Ooh. off the hands of Jaden Pierre at right at the first down marker, and that's a tough play. Similar to that George Richardson play earlier. Jaden Pierre cannot come up with that one. Jarman, two for, f two for five here so far this game with nine yards. Players, receivers have had a few drops, Kevin. I think I've seen two or three. And Jaden, again, that's a tough play, but it was in his hands. He, he touched it. With that's a, with it's a catchable ball. It's a catchable ball. So second and 10 now at the 48, drive stalling a bit. They have sent George Richardson out to 
The near side or far side alone and trips to the other side just about every time on this drive. We'll see what they do here. Jarman takes a snap, looks immediately to the near side, now looks back to George Richardson far side, and he's scrambling around the pocket, now steps up at the 40-yard line, throws to Richardson, or I'm sorry, Jaden Pierre down to the 40-yard line. He's got a seam down the sideline, 30, 25, blocked by George, George Richardson down to the 11-yard line. What an improvised play from Thomas Jarman. Jarman was dancing in the pocket there, it seems like, for 30 seconds, Kevin, and Jaden, two, two uh, Heritage defenders came in on him there, and he was able to just escape them and had a big play, and big, big block there by George Richardson. Yeah, Tyreek Moss was able to catch up with him. Down to the 11-yard line, a big, big play, showing the mobility of Thomas Jarman. First down for the Titans. It's a tough play to call. You're doing your best. Trips formation to the far side. This time it's Trey Hayes out to the near side alone. They give up the middle to Wirtz. Wirtz finds a seam up the middle and he's hit and he flips over defender at the one yard line. Let's see if he got in. Aaron Maces hit him. They're gonna down him at the one, Kevin. And Wirtz with another huge hole to run through there. Yeah. Great job by this interior of the offensive line. They go with the hurry up right away. Heritage trying to sub in some defenders from the defensive line. Looks like they're gonna call a timeout. A little confusion right now. Oh, no, there's no there's no timeout. They're just subbing. So trips to the left again. Trey Hayes alone on island to the far side. And it's a QB sneak up the middle. Let's see if he got in. And he did. Touchdown, Titans. Thomas Jarman takes it on the one-yard run. And with 8.46 to go, the Titans lead 13 to nothing. And a huge play, a huge drive. They are created by a big... Big pass and catch from Jarman to Pierre. Guess Kevin, a drive that started in there on, on the inside their yeah. own ten yard line, and really like I like the hurry up at that on that last drive. They're really trying to catch the Heritage defense off guard. Eight forty six to go here in the first half. Ramon Bloss trying to keep his perfection on the extra points, and he does fourteen to nothing. The Titans lead. That drive was two minutes and fifty eight seconds. Seven plays, ninety yards, capped off by a one-yard touchdown run from Thomas Jarman. Kevin, I do like that play call by Coach Holland. Although simple, the QB sneak used, used correctly can be very effective. At this point, I'd like to shout out our loyal spotter who's doing a heck of a job up here, Ryan Flynn. He's helping me out, and he's all behind the scenes, but, but he does a great job for me, for me up here. And Real trooper, Kevin. Wide appreciates, appreciates him, too. Heritage, it's got to get something going here this drive, Kevin. They have shown a lot of inconsistency so far on offense, and I think Johnson's got to play better. He's yeah. got to. He had a, he had an opportunity for a touchdown last drive. Well, I think getting your ball to getting the ball to the playmakers on your on your offense is huge. I mean, getting the ball to Tyreek Moss, Calderon. I mean, you got to get get the ball in those guys' hands, see what they can do with it. And I mean, Brett Johnson's been he's been doing pretty good, but. Down here in the red zone, you got to be able to cap off those drives with some kind of points. Heritage only with seven carries on nine yards. They've gone to the air quite a bit with Johnson. And Ramon Bloss on to kick it away from the 40. It's deep this time, the deepest of them all. Calderon takes it at the one. Runs down to the far side, down to the 20-yard line, spinning off a defender and pushed down at the 30-yard line, pushed by Kyle Kavinsky. Calderon has shown two great returns here yeah. um, so far in this game. He's got a lot of speed. 
And he really reads that those those blocks on the kick returns so really I, well. I'd say this is the biggest drive of the game so far for the Heritage Pride. See if Brett Johnson can get his team going here. Really, I think they need to build off those short intermediate routes if, if the Titans keep playing off them like they were that last drive. So spread formation here. Austin Holland out to the far to the near side receiver. Wide out. Brent Johnson with Calderon next to him. It's a screen pass. Running up the field, down to the 30, across the 35. Down to the 35. Caught by Geo Wooten, number 13, Geo Wooten. We'll say this is also a big drive for the Dominion defense here, Kevin. If they want to get that 21-point lead going into half and really put them away. Yeah. This is the time to do it. So big drive for both teams here with 8.14 to go in the first half. Second and five after that screen play from Geo Wooten. Austin Holland, the lone receiver out to the near side, trips to the right. Brett Johnson throws to Holland, and Holland makes the catch, and he's hit right away by Isaiah Webster, not before he gets the first down. Down to the 42-yard line, and it's those quick routes that Brett Johnson is, is completing. Kevin, you did call his name Austin Holland. That is the uh, offensive coordinator for Dominion's son. Yeah. So a little, little family feud here tonight, Kevin. That it is. Spread formation here. Bunched. Bunch formation to the far side and to the near side. Johnson gives the ball up the middle to Calderon. Calderon runs for about five yards there. Tackle made by Jimmy Christ. Calderon gets another carry. Jimmy Christ really has looked really good tonight, Kevin. Had made a few plays, made a, made a play on that last drive. He's really been all over the field tackling-wise, too. It's going to be a second down and four. So they go with the trips formation to the far side again. Holland alone to the near side, and it's Calderon still in at the running back position. Titans look like they're bringing the heat, and they do. Five, he's chased out of the pocket, throws on the run. It's caught by Geo Wooten down to the 40-yard line. Trey Hayes on the coverage. First down, though, for the Pride. Getting a little something going. Here Kevin, Kevin, I like that. That was a great throw there by Johnson, and yeah. I really think he showed a lot of accuracy on the move, too. It was really difficult. Trey, wasn't too, Trey Hayes wasn't too far behind the receiver on that play. So first down and 10 at the 40-yard line. Whoa. 6.45 to go in the first half. And a timeout called from the Pride. Right now we'd like to highlight some DHS Press articles of the week. We talked earlier about Jimmy Christ. There's an article about Jimmy Christ who received his first Division I offer from UVA. You can read more about that on dhspress.com as he was the athlete of the week. Also the new teacher spotlight, Janine Delisi. Kevin, we talk about the Heritage Pride passing game that's been getting going as of the last two drives. Number 13, Gio Wooten has five catches and 44 yards. They've been looking to him on those short routes, on the curls and slants. I think Gio Wooten's been getting the bulk of those receptions. He's really shown his ability to get a lot of separation off these Dominion defensive backs, Kevin. Dominion Titan offensive coordinator's son, Austin Holland, has one reception, I believe, for about seven yards. At the 40, the pride 
resuming their drive here. First down and 10, spread formation. Calderon next to Johnson. It's going to be Gio Wooten in motion. Makes it trips to the right. Johnson throws to the far side, and it's just over the hands. A tighten down in Isaiah Webster. So Webster's and I got believe tripped it's his up. hand. He got tripped up on the play, but he's going to go out of this game with an injury, Kevin. And Macis was wide open there, and John, uh, Johnson just missed him, Kevin. Another miss on a on a deep on a deep throw too. George Richardson, Richardson yeah. did help, but he had a lot of separation there, Kevin. He could have made a play down the sideline. So it's going to be still second and ten from the forty-yard line. Six thirty-six to go. In the first half, same spread formation. Calderon still in at the running back position. Holland to the near side wideout. Johnson takes a snap. He's looking, and it's deep again. He's got Gio Wooten, and it's just over his head. He had Alex Wirtz beat, trying to cover him from the linebacker position. He had him beaten, threw it right over his head. So two similar plays there. That's two in a row, Kevin, and two, two straight overthrows, too. You got to make those plays if you're going to want to beat a good Dominion Titans team like like You don't see that too tonight. often from the Titans secondary. Letting two guys go there and just not great throws from from Brett Johnson. It's 14 to nothing. The Titans lead with 6:30 to go in the first half, third and 10, and the Titans have a chance to get the ball right back here. There's a timeout here, Kevin, and Isaiah timeout we saw by Dominion. We saw Isaiah Webster leave uh, the game with an injury. That would be really interesting to look at because Jaden Pierre will now be getting some of his first reps at starting quarterback or at cornerback um, yeah. this season, Kevin. We'll get you some information on that injury later, but I don't know what – I believe it was either – he seemed to be limping and grabbing his hand. Well, he has had a quad injury all week, yeah. and he was dealing with it. He was somewhat questionable going into tonight, which might, might be why we didn't see him at running back, but big blow nonetheless with Kobe Clay out as well. Coach Buck talks about depth all the time, yeah. how important it is in football. So Alex Wirtz is going to have to step up even more, as he has already. Here for the Titans. Heritage has shown the opportunity for big plays this drive. They've not just had to do the short intermediate routes. They've gone deep twice. Just got to make hit your targets, if you will. So here come the pride here. Spread formation again. It's Calderon again at the running back position. Johnson looking around, calling him, calling an audible. Now takes a snap. He's back to pass at the 47-yard line. Immediate pressure from, from Alex Wirtz, and he's sacked by Alex Wirtz. Sacked by Alex Wirtz. Going to bring up a fourth down. Down back at the 47-yard line, and they're going to have to kick it away. Wirtz came from the far side and was just untouched, and he flew, Kevin. He was... Very fast on that play, came around the edge. Johnson tried to roll left and he just could had nowhere to go. So it's gonna be a fourth and 16, 603 to go here in the first half. Jaden Pierre back to receive it. So the Titans with another chance to drive down the field. Yep, they got that and stop really, they really needed. put this away. Not put it away, but you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Some confusion here on where the ball is supposed to be placed. Aaron Macis back to kick it away. Had a great punt. Was it a 44-yard punt last time? <sighs> Jaden Pierre back at the 15-yard line to receive it. 
Maces kicks Ooh. it right to Pierre. And Pierre does call a fair catch at the 15-yard line, jumping in the air. He was not on his feet when he made that catch. A tough play. He made it look more difficult than I believe it was with three defenders around him. So Nice catch. His brother, J.D., almost had a block on that kick, Kevin. Showed a little bit of athleticism getting up. Just missed it. So at the 13, the Titans are going to take over with 5.26 to go. Right around the same spot they started last drive. Here in the first half. Yes, it is. They're going to have to go 87 yards this time as opposed to 90. The Titans student section with a neon out tonight. And it's quite the showing here. Spread, form uh, spread formation, trips to the left. And Trey Hayes, the one receiver, to the near side. Jarman looking, he throws over the middle to Trey Hayes, makes the catch, first down. Tackle made by Tyreek Moss, and that'll move the chain's gain of 12. I will say it again, Kevin, I really like the play calling here. And you got a guy like Trey Hayes on the outside, you give him that much space to make a move, you're not going to cover him. He's, he is so shifty and quick at that position. First down and 10 at the 25. 5.08 to go now, 14 to nothing, Titans lead. Trying to tack on to that. George Richardson not in the game at the time. Steve Zegbe in as a back. He takes this. Th he takes it this time, and he's swallowed up by a whole bunch of pride at the 27-yard line led by Carson Turner, the 6'2 junior. But despite the somewhat up-and-down season, Kevin, Dominion does, like I said before, they do, they do believe they played the three toughest teams they're going to face yeah. all year already. Got them out of the way quick, and they are 2-2 two and two on the year, so. I think they're just really going to look at that as a positive going into the heart of their schedule. Second and seven here, spread formation, trips to the right. They do give the ball to Wirtz. Works breaks a couple tackles, and he gets about nine. Flag down on the play. Tackle made by Tyreek Moss. Wirtz was slicing and dicing there, as he has been all game. Got real close to the first down. There was a flag, though. We'll see what it is. Wirtz comes out of the game after that run, and it's going to be Steve Zegbe in now. Looks like they're going to bring the chains out to measure this one. So there was no flag. There was no flag. There was no. I thought I saw a flag go down. Sometimes I see things. Wirtz again showing the ability to just find holes that might not be there all the time, but offensive line also doing a great job. So they're going to measure it. Ball is placed at the 31-yard line, and I believe he had to get to the 31-yard line. Uh, they remove the slack, and it is real close. Let's see what the call is. First down. Titans first down. It's going to be Alex Wirtz getting the first down there. A lot of suspense on that one, Kevin. Uh, ooh. Ooh. <laughs> first down and 10 here for the Titans. Wirtz with nine carries. And 97 yards, spread formation, trips to the left. Trey, they throw to Trey Hayes again, and it is batted away by number 11, Tyreek Moss. Great defensive play there on Trey Hayes. So we haven't seen George Richardson as much here on this drive. We haven't seen him at all on this drive. It's Trey Hayes in for him here. That was a similar route to the one he, he ran uh, first play of the drive against Moss again. Moss made the adjustment there. I believe that was, was able to break it that up. That was a pre-snap read there. They were just going to go to Trey Hayes again, and he goes to that same position at the wideout. Trevor Carlin in now. 
at the other wideout position. They go trips to the left. And Alex Wirtz next to Jarman. They give to Wirtz. Wirtz up the middle, breaks another tackle, breaks another tackle, and he gets about three yards there. He was hit early. That'll get him right at just the 100-yard mark. Another tough run, yeah, with 3.40 to go in the first half. Big game from Wirtz in the ground. So far on the in the first half, yes, it is. He comes out of the game here in Zegbay. In for him now, third and six. And a big play for the Titans trying to extend their 14-0 lead here with 3.26 to go in the first half. Tyreek Moss on one-on-one -on -one coverage with Trey Hayes. They wouldn't do the same there with George Richardson. Not much safety help there. And this time it's going to be a quarterback design run to Thomas Jarman. He's running to the near side, tries to get the edge, and he's hit hard at the 43-yard line. Going to bring up a fourth and manageable fourth and four. Geo Wooten made the big hit there. It looks like they're going to punt here. No need to go for it and give up field position here, Kevin. But I will say the... Titans did a little shuffling on the offensive line. Ethan Ferguson now at center. And Zach Whipple moving from center to right guard. Along with Eric Blackwell at left guard. And J.D. Pierre and Joel Campos as the tackles on this big so offensive line. So look who it is. Kyle Kavinsky back to punt it away at the 32-yard line. And it's a nice punt from Kavinsky. It's going to be taken by Mont Arcia, our Curry. And he cuts up the field down to the 30 six-yard line. I'm sorry, 26-yard line. 39-yard punt there from Kavinsky, and that does speak to um, we should we could assume that Webster's injury is serious as he has not yeah. showed up at any phase Yeah. since that one play. Well, it's nice to have a backup punter as reliable as Kavinsky. Another big addition to this team they got back from injury, Darius Brown, the sophomore Kevin. Buck was really happy to see him come back, and he looks like he's played some running back so far tonight. Looks like he's going to play some defensive back as well. Jaden Pierre now in at cornerback, I believe, getting his first look. Cornerback, or yeah, no, it's going to be cornerback. He's going to go ahead and cover Austin Holland as they line up in the spread formation. Holland, the lone receiver to the near side, trips to the right. Calderon in at running back. Johnson takes a snap. He's looking. He's looking. He has pressure, and he dumps it off to Calderon on the screen pass. Calderon down 30, across the 35, and he runs out of bounds. He stepped out, I believe, actually, at the 31. Nice play design there yeah. for the halfback screen. Play that always works in Madden, Kevin. <laughs> that it does. Depends what year you're playing, actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, second and six here for the, t for the Pride. It's really Wait. interesting here that the Titans are going for a four-D-line four set with three linebackers. Kevin. Have so. not seen that a lot from them this season. 2.16 to go in the first half. Calderon next to Johnson. Johnson takes a snap, and it's another screen pass to Gio Wooten. One-headed catch there at the sticks. There he goes. He gets the first down and more across the 45, down to the 47. Steve Zegbay on the tackle. Johnson did not make that easy for him. And no. But Wooten with the one-handed catch there on that simple little screen. Seen some good catches here from these pride receivers. First down. And they probably putting together another nice little drive here with 2.08 to go. Score is 14-0, Titans lead. The Heritage Chaos crew, their student section getting into it a little bit more, and also their crowd is. First down and 10 at the 47. Johnson's 11 for 17 with 93 yards. This time he takes a snap and he throws it just off the hands of Tyreek Moss, 
Trey Hayes there on the coverage there too, Kevin. 2.03 now to go, second and 10, and it was a quick slant play to Moss. Hayes really is being asked to do a lot here. He's covered the nickel position, and he's just been flying around as well as he is strong safety, or free safety, I, I mean. So second and 10 at the 42. A huge drive for both teams. Probably trying to get a little something on the board. At the 43-yard line, Johnson barking out signals, takes a snap. He rolls out to the near side. Now looking, throws on the run, and it's nearly picked off. A nice throw there intended for Tyreek Moss, and he drops the ball at the 47-yard line. Got it past Trey Hayes, who tried to jump the route, and Trey Moss Hayes, Trey just didn't make the catch. Hayes there did disrupt it a lot, Kevin. Him and Moss going at it both ends. Trey yeah. Moss covering Trey on offense and Trey covering him. Two athletic, a speedy, lot. short guys. Mm -hmm. So it's going to bring up all the all the all of the sudden. It's third and ten with a 156 to go. And a big, big play, biggest play here for the Heritage offense. Tyreek Moss heads over to the slot position on the near side, and Austin Holland at the wideout position. Two receivers to the left, two receivers two receivers to the right. Calderon in at running back. And it's a screen pass to Calderon, and it is it is dropped, incomplete. It was Pierre and Cam or it was Kavinsky and Campos there on the on the coverage or on the blitz there, and looks like they tipped the screen pass. Going to bring up a fourth and ten with 151 to go, and they're going to punt it away. So Titans going to see another punt from Aaron Maces. Jaden Pierre back to receive it again. With 151 to go in the first half. 14 to nothing, Titans lead. And a stoppage in play here. I think refs just need to get organized. <laughs> Seen that a lot so far tonight. All right, we're good to go. Fourth down and 10. Maces back to punt it away. Jaden Pierre has not been able to receive a take a punt yet as he's called fair catches every time. He's going to go ahead and let this one go too as it bounces out of bounds at the 20-yard line. So the Titans are going to take over at the 21-yard line. Jarman and company are going to try to get something going here. That was a 37-yard punt. From Mesis. From this Titans offense, we've seen a lot of great running from Wurtz as he has 100 yards already here in the early in the first half. Really would, like, really would like to see Jarman spread the ball out to a few more guys, maybe get Kuvinski and Carlin going a little more. Yeah. He certainly has picked up the slack for the injuries at the running back position and some of the drop balls that the Titans have had. Spread formation here. Richardson's still not in the game here. Second drive in a row. He hasn't been in the game. Jarman takes a snap. It's a quick pass to Jaden Pierre, who dashes forward for about five yards. Tackle made by Sam Ray. So we'll get you an update on George Richardson. We don't remember seeing him go out with an injury. No. As, as we see him on the sideline, it looks like he's just standing there. He's not walking We have had situation with, with cramps with him. Same spread formation here. They're going with the hurry up. A quick pass to Kyle Kavinsky, who makes a defender miss, gets the first down and more. 
down to the 38-yard line. Kaminsky First a down. Kaminsky a big 6'3 body, and when he can move like he just did there, making a guy miss, he's really shows how hard he is to tackle. As we are seeing a hurry up, and they're going to spike it. With 112 to 111 to go. Clock still moving, 110 to go. In the first half, 14 to nothing Titans lead. Trying to tack on here or try to get into field goal range. Interesting for, for to see. For to kick one. Interesting to see Jarman really take command of this offense on this hurry up yeah. drive, Kevin. Well, they're going to continue with it. How many timeouts do the Titans have? Two? Do they have two timeouts? Two, two, two maybe one left. One ten to go. They go to the spread formation. Richardson's still not in. In the slot is Kavinsky and Pierre. Wide out Trevor Carlin and Trey Hayes. Next to Jarman is Alex Ward. Jarman takes a snap, steps up, and he's going to take off and run. Makes a defender miss at the 40 across the 40-yard line. Down the 43, a nice little run, and he's hit by a whole bunch of, of pride led by Alejandro Calderon, the senior. And they're really going to have to hurry up now. 55 seconds to go. Really think Jarman should have just thrown that ball away. He yeah. had nothing, no yardage really to gain in the run. If only gets, only gets four there. Yeah, good point. 45 seconds. Wastes a lot of precious time there. They have the ball at the 43-yard line. Jarman now takes a snap. He's looking. He's looking. He's got time. Pump fakes. Now flushed out. Throws. And it's caught by Trevor Carlin at the 48-yard line. And he gets out of bounds into Heritage Pride territory. 30 seconds to go. And they're going to move the change first down. Tackle made by Aaron Macis. Again, this offensive line doing a great job keeping Jarman protected. And he had he was really patient there, Kevin. No panic. No. And receivers just got to keep working to get open in that scenario. So first down and 10 from the 47-yard line. Trying to, I think trying to get into field goal range at this point. Bloss did hit a 32-yarder last week against South Lakes. He also missed he from also missed, 30, yeah. 38. But an accurate big leg for the senior kicker, Kevin. 30 seconds to go. 14-0, Titan lead. Spread formation here. Jarman barking out signals. He takes a snap, back to pass, looking, looking. He's going to step up, and he's going to run, trying to get the edge on the far side, and the ball comes loose. Ball loose, and he goes out of bounds at the 48-yard line. Still going to be Dominion ball there, Kevin, but a little bit of a scare as he gets batted out of bounds, but the ball just popped out. Dermot O'Connell popped that ball out. With 18 seconds now to go. A major setback here for the Titans. We'll see what they do here. Richardson's still not in. Oh, no, Richardson is in the game. Richardson has entered the game here. Second and 15. Maybe they were just giving him a, a bit of a rest here. Great sight to see for Titan football fans. So the Pride are going to go with two very, very deep safeties just in case the Titans try to go over top. Second and 15. 18 seconds to go. Jarman takes a snap. He's looking. Looking to the near side. He throws over the Ooh. middle. Nearly picked off by number 34, Sam Ray. Very, very close there. Intended for Kyle Kavinsky. And it's going to bring up a fourth and 15 with 13 seconds to go. Jarman there telegraphed that pass a little too much. Ray just saw it, read his eyes, and rotated it over to Kavinsky and almost jumped that for a pick. Could have gone, could have gone to six, Kevin. Good enough. He had some heat on that, so it was a tough play for Ray. And Titans are going to go for it. Oh, I'm sorry. It's third down and 14. Third down and 14. Spread formation. Keep an eye on Richardson here. He's out to the near side, wide out. Jarman takes a snap, looking, 
Looking, steps up, throws over the middle to Richardson. First down, caught. Richardson breaks a tackle at the 30-yard line to cross the 30 down to the 28-yard line. Five seconds to go. And a timeout call. No, I'm sorry. It's a first down, so stoppage in play. Well, they're going to have to clock it really quick, Kevin. They're going to have to clock it. So I guess they have no timeouts. They're going to have to spike the ball and see what they do here. It's spiked with two seconds to go. So are they going to try a field goal here? I think they are, Kevin. Would be better than just heaving it into the end zone with those two great safeties for Heritage, but we'll see. We'll see what they do. On that play, Mesas did shadow over to Richardson's side. and If it if they did try, it would be a 45-yard field goal attempt. It'd be Ramon Boss's long, and it seems like there's some confusion thinking, can he do this? Just waiting to see the play call, and it looks like the offense is going to come back onto the field. So they're not going to kick. Why not? I, do, I know I did say go for the field goal, but that is a 45-yarder. Why not take a shot when you got a receiver like Richardson? Oh, you, well, receiver. you know where you know where Buck is, you know what Buck is thinking. Um, they send they send Richardson out to the to the near side, to the wide side of the field alone on an island. There's gonna be safety help. Jarman takes a snap. He steps up, and he's going to look to Richard. No, he's going to look over the middle. It's picked off. Picked off at the goal line, and he has room to run at the 20. Down across the 30. Blocker to the 40-yard line. Breaks the tackle. Flag down at the 50. And he's hit and pushed out at the other 39-yard line. Some momentum going into halftime here. That was picked off by Geo Wooten. A flag down, so that would come back. But time has expired in the first half. He looked to Wurtz there over the middle instead of Richardson. Seemed like they used Richardson as a decoy a little bit. 55-yard return there. There are a lot of flags, Kevin. I think there were a lot of blocks in the back on that return. Looked, looked promising for Heritage. Once he picked that off, he had a lot, of a lot of room to run and a lot of blockers in front of him. Looked like Auburn's kick six from a few years ago. That would have been quite the play if he took that to the house, wouldn't it, Wyatt? Would have been. Would have. It was a momentum shifter as it was. Got the crowd going a little bit. Yeah, and they weren't able to take it back. So it remains 14 to nothing heading into the half. What have you seen from the offense of the Titans, Wyatt? Well, Kevin, I think they can definitely play better. Um, I really liked what I've seen from Wurtz, and the offensive line has played much better than I've seen all year tonight. They've really opened up a lot of holes for him, and Wurtz has been patient. So I think they got to get the, the passing game going a little more, distribute the ball to a few more receivers. But overall, play calling and – those two drives they had yep. were methodical. Yeah. Other than, and that big turnover on defense, Kevin really did. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about the defense for the Titans and for the Pride? I, I mean, they've they've held George Richardson. Um, they've contained him. They really have, and I really think that's, um, all due to safety Aaron Macis. I mean, the cor the cornerbacks have been playing well. A lot of safety help though, Kevin, and the Titans defensively though, I will say. They've been exploited a little bit on coverage, and Johnson has been missed some of his throws. Yeah, yep. They've had a few opportunities for touchdowns. We would be looking at a different game. Well, Jarman is 8 for 14, 71 yards, and he had that last interception at the end of the half, which I don't know if you count that in your stat line, but it's there. He has played well, though, Kevin. I think um, there, are, there have been a few drops, but interesting to see here, we see Webster limping across the field into the halftime locker room. And he, the, his, his pads, pads are off. off so, so yeah. Looks like his day is done for Webster, we'll which, be is, which, which, which hurts. It's big, Kevin. Um, 
yeah, Webster, I mean, he's a he's a key part. I called him the X Factor here uh, for this game. But we do have an interview coming up our halftime show. We caught up with Coach Carl Buckwalter and now wideout and linebacker Kyle Kavinsky. You heard them. Next, it's 14 to nothing. Titans lead here over the Heritage Pride at the half. Welcome to the halftime show of Titan football. We are joined by Coach Carl Buckwater. Coach, it's nice to have you. It's nice to be back. I'm glad you guys are back on the air. We missed you guys last week, and so did my daughter in Kentucky. <laughs> All right, Coach, so coming off a loss against a really talented, really good football team from South Lakes, how do you turn around quickly um, for your first conference opponent of the season? Well, it, it was a tall task. We knew it was going to be a tall task. But it's about execution. The game plan was put in, and if you were there and the people saw when we executed our game plan, especially defensively, um, it worked. But then we stopped doing what we were supposed to do. So therein lies this, the, the theory and the saying that I always, have, always say. It's not what they did. It's what we didn't do. And, yeah, they had a couple good kids. But, um, you know, we got to tackle this but we didn't at times, so anyway, move on. So specifically, what did you see from your like, individual performances from your team? What did you see that uh, positives that you could take out of last week? That when they were all on the same page and they did what they were supposed to do, you know, individually but collectively, because they're all moving parts, we're pretty daggone good. And I still, I told our kids the other day in our film session, all the things that I've said we are, we, we still are. I still believe we have the best receiving core in the region and one of the best, if not the best, receiver in the state. Still still do. Um, they've already played the three toughest teams, in my opinion, that we're going to face all year. Uh, you got Pot Falls, which we beat. you got Clark County. It's going to go 10-0. They're going to go 10-0. And, and, you, and then you get South Lakes, who could go 9-1 or 10-0. They play center row coming up. But, I mean, those are three very, very tough teams. So you had some trouble stopping the run at South Lakes. What do you think, what's your game plan here to stop the run at Heritage? It's a, collectively, again, they have to, it's alignment and assignment, and when they, one person doesn't do it, just one, we seem to get exposed. And it was a combination of a couple people would do what they were supposed to do, because if you didn't know, last week we were slanting in the direction where Almost 95% of the time, we were slanting right to where we're supposed mm -hmm. to be. And then when they, if they, you don't go and do your assignment, or you don't go as hard as you should have gone, that creates lanes and a problem. Now, we have game, game plan and schemed up Heritage. We've played them you know, for the last five years. We know what they're going to do. And now it's about execution. Our defensive line, who sh which should be the biggest focal point of our of our team. Mm -hmm. I mean, potentially, there's four Division One kids or future Division One kids on that line. They they got to come through like they did against Potomac Falls. Mm -hmm. They should dominate the line of scrimmage, yep. and that sets up the rest. So, Coach, offensively, um, we know about the receiving core, but how do you how crucial do you think establishing the run is, and how do you get these guys not only words, but you got. Cody Clay playing running back, and you got Webster as yeah. the second, second back. How do you get them going? Well, again, it's going to come down to our O-line. Um, and where I was saying, and I alluded to earlier, that we proved we could do stuff. We proved that we could run the ball. We have to establish, we have to be able to run the football. And where I'm going is, against Pot Falls, there's four minutes and probably 26 seconds left in the game. We're on our own five. Mm -hmm. 
we need about two first downs. I told Coach Alberts, we need about two first downs, and if we have to punch, that's okay, but we got to get switch the field position. Well, what did we do? We ran the football, and we established that we can run the football. So we've shored up our blocking scheme a little bit more this week, uh, both on the passing scheme and the running scheme, so I think you'll be able to see that. So looking ahead more to next week, uh, Heritage takes a lot of pride in their defensive scheme. Head coach Reed Prosser talked a lot about depth. He talks a lot about depth and toughness in their defense. So how do you plan to attack the weaknesses of their defense? Well, their defense, and they got some really super nice kids over there, but they haven't beat us in five years. Mm-hmm. I mean, and the plan is we're going to go after them with our receiving core. We're going to go after and let our receiving core be who we believe is, one of the best in the region. Utilize all our guys, uh, get the ball in their hands, and then establish the um, establish the run after we back them off. So, coach, um, so it's kind of an up and down year in terms of injuries for you guys. Oh, I feel yeah. like I feel like now we're hitting one of those down parts where a lot of guys you see a lot of guys um, mm-hmm. getting nagging injuries. So where are we at with injuries? Where are you guys at with injuries and? Well, Kobe Clay, I don't, we don't know how long he's going to be out. So he is out, and it definitely hurts because he's a very, very, very good corner. Um, but Jamari Robertson is just coming back. He'll be back for next week. He, he uh, had his MRI, and he just got cleared actually today. Um, so he'll be back. Um, you know, Webster has a has a like a quad problem. He's just going to have to get through it. It's football. Um, and then... Um, you know, we have some bumps and bruises and whatnot, but other than that, we're coming back. I think um, Darius Brown is coming back. He's now back healthy after a, a, a AC joint problem. So we're getting some guys back um, at the right time because we're going into, you know, conference mm-hmm. play. So we all see Thomas Jarman putting up putting up good numbers, but how is he adjusting to the, to the role as QB1 so far? He has, and I told him, during the game, after the game, and even text him over the weekend, that he is starting to become who we believed he is. He, the leadership role is now thrust upon him even more so. But he, what he was doing during the game, and he took a beating, is he started to go up to the receivers, and they started to say, get your head around, get your head around. Mm-hmm. i got to get rid of it quick. So those yeah. types of things... Yeah. You know, you're starting to mature as a quarterback. And um, he's really coming on. And, and Dominion Titans have never, ever in the history of this school had a all-conference quarterback. Never. And he might just be the first. So how have you seen the senior leaders step up? You, you talked about Jarman, but how have you seen them step up since week one? Um, we stepped up in spurts. I mean, mm-hmm. J.D. Big Smooth is always going to be that guy. Yeah. Jaden's always going to be that guy. Um, but we're starting to see some other guys like Jarman is really starting to step up. But just because if you're a senior doesn't mean, you know, you got to be a leader. Exactly, yeah. But Kyle Kavinsky, and it's my opinion, Kyle Kavinsky can play D1 college football if he wanted. He's the best athlete, my opinion, in this school. He could he could swim, he could bowl, he could play ping pong. <laughs> Join next, we do have Kyle Kavinsky coming on here. So, so he's just <laughs> tremendous. I mean, he, he is. He can do anything he wants. I bet he could dance. I bet he could do anything. <laughs> Square dance, you ask. He just stepped in and punted one day. And and I said, do you know who Jim Thorpe is? And he goes, you, yeah. do you know who Jim Thorpe is? Yeah. You better look him up. I know who he is. Okay, well, Kyle didn't. Yeah. <laughs> 
So, I mean, he's just a tremendous athlete, and uh, he's just, a, you know, he's a great kid to coach. So. so, one more thing. Coach, anyone stick out to you on Heritage individually? Any good players they have? Yeah, they have some guys that can scoot. The quarterback's young. He's a sophomore. He's got a good arm, um, and he's going to be, I think, you know, he's going to be tough down the road uh, running the football. But right now, I still think he's getting his feet wet. But he he makes plays, and they seem to always have that guy. They got a couple guys over there that can catch, mm -hmm. um, and they always have one or two running backs who are deceptive. Um, but their line comes off the ball, and they they they're not flashy. You know, they just do the team theme, and they come after you. And they're going to be they're tough. And um, you know, we got to get our stuff done if we want to get down the road. Awesome, Coach. Thank you for joining us here. Thank you very much. We're also joined by Kyle Kavinsky. Kyle, star, star player, Kyle Kavinsky. According to Coach Kyle Buckwalter, he's a star player. Uh, Kyle, you've been switching up positions on offense and defense quite a bit. How are you adjusting to these new roles as, as a tight end and supposedly now linebacker? Um, I think it was a pretty easy transition because mm -hmm. I have some past experience as a linebacker. I played sophomore year. Okay. And, yeah. Kyle, what do you see in Heritage's defense that you um, you guys can exploit and maybe also on the other end since you do play both ways? Um, I think definitely in the passing game, mm -hmm. some short passes. We've been working on it all week, and it's looking good. Yeah, Coach Carl Buckwalter talked about that a little bit and exploiting their defense through the, uh, through the air. Kyle, uh... Just in terms of pregame, what would what do you how do you get ready? Take me through your pregame a little bit. What do you eat? What do you eat before your before your games? The meals pretty much given to us ourselves. Okay. But, um, what's your favorite? What's your favorite one you've gotten so far? Olive Garden. It's classic. Olive Garden. <laughs> do the uh, pasta. Never turned down a good Olive Garden. Yeah. So Kyle, been somewhat of an up and down season for your boys this week or this this year. Mm -hmm. But Coach Buckwalter did talk about how you played your toughest opponents already. How do you how do you think your team has responded to that first those first four games originally? And how do you think you, you see you guys doing um, in the conference play and going into playoffs? I think we're confident. Uh, we know we got through the hardest part, so everything's looking up, and uh, we just got to play four quarters. We'll be fine. That you do, Kyle. One last quick question: How do you think you've stepped up as a as a leader this year? I think on the field, I like to, I don't know, get everyone, keep everyone mm -hmm. in line. But I'm not very vocal during sure. practice. Mm -hmm. That's pretty much it. Awesome. Kyle, the best athlete at Dominion, some say. Kyle, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. You are listening to Titan Football on the DHS Press Network. DHSPress.com. All the news Titans need to know. That's DHSPress.com. You are listening to Titan Football on the DA. We are back with 3.06 to go here in the halftime, the duration of the halftime. We're back with some, some scores from around the league. The Titans will be playing Riverside next week, and they are losing to Loudoun County 14-7. Tuscarora with a slim lead, 21-14 over Briarwoods and Stonebridge with a commanding lead, 24-7 over the Knights of John Champ. So Kevin, going into this second half, um, a few things. This defensive line, a uh, really talented group for the Titans, but Heritage has been a good job, has done a good job of taking them out of the game. 
so to speak. They've thrown a lot of quick passes, and they've gotten the ball out of the quarterback's hands really quick, and they haven't really run the ball that much either. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be interesting to see what the Titans do, maybe bring in. We saw them bring in a, a, another an extra defensive back with Darius Brown there just to cover for the passing attack against Heritage. Yeah, well, injuries have hurt this Titan Titan defense, so they're trying all, all a whole bunch of it, different things. As I s- spoke earlier, they did switch switch up positions, and Kavinsky being one of the big switches. Um, looking at George Richardson, though, has not been a huge factor at all in the first half. He sat out two drives, and we do not know the cause that he did sit out, but he came back um, in that last drive, had a big catch there to yeah. put him in into uh, pride territory there, Kevin, but I will say I will say Jarman has played well. Jarman has played well this this season, uh, this so far this game. They've had a few drops um, by their receivers, but it's really been worth carrying the offense. He's, he has just over 100 yards um, in the first half, and they've really gotten him going well. Can you compare Jarman's play to Johnson's play for me, Bre- Brett Johnson to Thomas Jarman, the two quarterbacks? Well, Kevin, I think you're looking at a quarterback uh, a lot more seasoned with Jarman as he is a senior, but we've seen a lot more accurate, like just more accuracy in general from Jarman. Yeah. Um, Titans are a little lucky. Uh, the score is where it's at right now. Heritage missed quite a few opportunities, Kevin. They did. There was two plays there on one of the drives where Johnson just overthrew two of his two of his receivers and the the Dominion Titans also got a little lucky on that fumble recovery on the first play or one of the first plays from mm-hmm. from JD Pierre who took the ball all the way down to the Pride 10 yard line. So that was huge. Also on that first drive for the Pride or the second drive for the Pride when they drove all the way down to the Titans 10, um, Johnson had a wide open man in the flat just missed him and would have been an easy touchdown led to fourth and fourth down. So um, this and a turnover on down. This game definitely feels closer. Then 14 to nothing up here as time expires. And the Titans are back on the field ready for um, warm-ups for the first half. Time, time, time has Walker. expired in the, in the halftime, but we'll, we'll see there. The Titans are heading down just to warm up for the second half, and the Pride haven't even entered the stadium as they enter right now. Probably going with a little bit of a warm-ups. throwback look on the, for their jerseys, Kevin. They are. I've, I have not seen that as of yet, as of late, for the Pride. So they put another three minutes on the clock for the halftime. Kevin, uh, this weekend we've got a little college football as well. Um, big games this week are Michigan and Purdue. Uh, that's at 4 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, another big game, Mississippi State, SEC Showdown, Mississippi State versus Georgia which is at 7, and game day game is Penn State versus Iowa, which is at 7.30. Penn State with that with that running back kid, Barkley. Saquon Barkley, Saquon yes. Barkley, who is – Looks like a Heisman favorite uh, going into this season, Kevin. That guy is season, good. Kevin. I've been watching some of his highlights. He's got some talent. He's good. And then in the NFL, Kevin, um, in the NFC East, we've got the Giants playing the Eagles at 1 o'clock, and the Redskins and – Raiders face off in our nation's capital. The Giants Sunday night. The Giants are uh, our spotter Ryan Flynn's favorite team. He's big big Odell Beckham fan. He's got not the o- Odell Beckham case. 
Giants have not phone. Giants have not looked good so far this season. Really not able to get the offense going. Well, but at all. it's their been it's been their offensive line. I think. I I agree, Kevin. And Odell is Odell Beckham, as you mentioned, is dealing with injuries. Too bad for Raga. Um, um, and then the Cowboys, I believe, play Monday night against the Cardinals to wrap up uh, Week Three in the NFL. So these two high school teams now just getting their stretches going. And there's a huge opportunity here for the Titans to have a big-time second half. Second half have, has been a hurdle for them um, so far this season, Kevin. And you talk about uh, Penn State, the college football team. you got a local quarterback in Trace McSorley who is yeah. their um, clear QB1. He went to Briar Woods um, in Ashburn. Um, won a few state championships there, and really great to see local 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 talent, local talent. playing at yeah, yeah. high well, I've seen really division one level. Penn State was was non-existent as a football program five five to seven years ago. I mean, they did have those those sanctions on them um, that they couldn't participate in a in a bowl, but I mean, ever since those were lifted, it's been it's nothing been a, but up. It's been for a Penn State. Yeah, It's been a rebuild, and I really like. They're you you may not, not like so much of a rebuild, James Franklin, anymore. but yeah. he's. He's really done well with his team down there, up, up there, up there in State College. So we are getting ready to kick off the second half, Kevin. Titans will receive um, the second half kickoff because as they defended the yes, they will original a good chance to to put them ahead 21 to nothing or get some points on the board at least and extend their lead. And try to put this game away, get some, get their starters some rest. As the clock hits zero and we're ready to start the second half. Titans and Pride return to their respective sidelines. And they're ready to go. It's going to be the Pride to kick it away to the Titans. What we're looking at here on the first drive, Kevin, I think it's going to be interesting to see if Richardson is in the game. But Jarman's really got to get the ball to all of his receivers here. And they got to keep the ground game like this running like it was uh, last in that last in that first half with Wurtz. <coughs> Bless you. So both student sections now back and standing. Now it's just a waiting game as both special team units meeting with their coaches on their respective sidelines. The Titans break out now and head back. Titans yet to return a kick kickoff this game. And we'll see Trey Hayes and Alex Wirtz back there along, along with Steve Zegbe. Steve Zegbe. Talk about Andrew Buckner, the special teams captain who leads this unit to the best. He he did return the opening kickoff against Falkir last week, or yeah, two weeks ago at home against Falkir, but we haven't seen him in that role yet. Who's that booting it away for Heritage? Brian Henriquez. Number 15. He's going to kick it away for Heritage. <coughs> it's not Aaron Macis this time. Aaron Macis does the punting and just about everything else for the Heritage Pride. Heritage on to kick it away from the 40-yard line. Getting it going in the second half. And we'll see if it's any different from the first half. Titans with a 14-0 lead heading into it. The lefty kicks it away down to the 20. Or down to the 16, taken by Trey Hayes. Cuts it up to the field, to the middle of the field. Breaks a tackle, now trying to get the wide side. Breaks another tackle down to the 25, across the 25, and he's pushed back. 
down to the 24-yard line. Tackle made by Chris Frank. Decent return there from Trey Hayes. Was a short kick, good coverage by Heritage. Let's see what this opening play call is for from Coach Hall and Kevin. We'll see if they try to open up with a bang here to the near side of the field, to the near side hash. Is the ball set? Matta Curry in at the near side corner now. Not a normal starter on defense. Spread formation here for the Titans. Richardson back in the game at the near side wideout position. They give up the middle to Wirtz. Hole closes immediately for Wirtz, and he gets about two there. Going to bring up a second and eight. So George Richardson is in the game now, here with 11.39 to go in the third quarter. Holland also, we haven't seen a lot of runs to the outside. We've seen Wirtz run a lot in between the tackles. Yeah. Well, I think that that Isaiah Webster's injury plays a huge part of that. I mean, he's got the speed to you, get outside. He's a guy you want to get outside and get him get him on the toss plays. So, Wirtz, Wirtz usually runs the ball inside and they're going to stick to his game plan there. Jarman takes a nap and there it is. There's a toss play to Zegbe. Running down the far side, spins off of an interesting spin there. He gets about 3 yards. Trey Hayes immediately comes back into the game. Richardson has for Zegbe. I will say Richardson has been covered. Uh, for most of this game by number five, Matt Acuri. He is only 5'9", Kevin, so Titans have tried to exploit that. They've had a lot of safety help, Heritage Jazz, throughout this game. Well, they have to exploit that. I mean, he is on an island here. He's to the wide side of the field. We'll see if Richardson goes out to that side on this third and five play. He does go out to that side, but it looks like he's going to be bunched in tight more. And Hayes is going to go to the to the far side wideout. Immediately thrown to, I believe that's Trevor Carlin right near the sticks. There was Gonna a bring flag. Forward down. There's right a flag away. down. Might have been offsides on one of the receivers, I think. As the flag was thrown right when the ball was snapped. That was, that was Carlin there making another catch on the sideline. He likes that, likes yeah. that far side. He was on line. the ground when he caught it. So it's a hold on the offense. Big time, big time break for Heritage as they they're going to try to get something going. It wasn't a hold, Kevin. It was an illegal shift there on that uh, play. Nonetheless, Titans shooting themselves in the foot there. So it's declined. It's going to bring up a fourth and five, and the punting unit is going to have to come on. Kyle Kavinsky is going to punt it away. As we talked about earlier, Isaiah Webster is, is out for this game, we believe, as he had his shoulder pads off walking into the locker room at the end of the first half. R.J. Wallace back to receive. Kavinsky from the 19-yard line kicks it away. It's end over end. It's a short one, Kevin. And it's down to the 48-yard line, touched by... Jaden Pierre, so decent field position for the Pride. A chance to make something happen here. 22-yard punt from Kavinsky, not his best. As he is filling in here for Webster. 10-15 to go here in the third quarter. We have seen Kavinsky's best and worst punts of the season so far. We have. We saw, I want to say it was a 90-yard punt against Marshall. In With the, the bounce. With the bounce, it was about a nine, probably the best punt I've seen in high school football from a kid 
who's never who's never punted in a game in his life. I think was it his first punt? It was. It was his first punt in a game. And he booted it 90 yards. So Richardson in the game at the free safety position. Trips to the right. We'll see what Johnson comes out here with the second half. Calderon next to Johnson. Johnson comes out firing right away. It's complete to Holland. Austin Holland. Tackle made by George Richardson as he tries to pick him up and throw him down. And um, the damage is done there. Down to the 32-yard line. First down for the Pride. So uh, the Pride going right after Pierre, the uh, inexperienced defensive back for yeah. Dominion. And it was a really accurate throw there. Tight, small window Great throw from for him to throw to Holland. And Pierre really was did all he could in coverage there, I think. So we do have an update on George Richardson. And we'll give you that right after this play here. First down and 10 from the 32-yard line. Trip to the right side. On an island is Steve Zegbay with number two Aaron Macis. Johnson takes a snap, and he's got pressure from Joel Campos. He breaks that tackle, running to the far side, and he throws it in. It's batted down from Jimmy Crist. Nice defensive play. Teamwork there from the defensive line in Joel Campos and Jimmy Crist. And it's going to bring up a second in town. A second down and ten. So we do have an update on George Richardson, why he was out in the first half. It was due to play call selection. Now, I don't know to what extent that that what what that means, but I believe he was he did not like the play call selection and nope, it's that wasn't it. It was just offensive coordinator decision there, Kevin. I think they just wanted to mix it up, oh. get some get some new guys in there, and okay. throw some new looks at the defense, who's really been playing towards Richardson. So no troubles there. Second down and ten from the 32. Trips to the right, one receiver to the left in Holland. Johnson throws deep down to the near side. One-on-one -on -one coverage to Macis and great defensive play. Incomplete batted down from Steve Zegbe in the goal line at the goal line. And some serious praise coming from George Richardson. Bring up a third and ten. Zegbe, that sophomore cornerback, has pretty much started every game for Dominion this year. And great coverage there guarding guarding a really speedy receiver. That's the best coverage I've seen from Zegway. It was one-on-one -on -one coverage. He was alone, and he it was thrown up to, I'd say, the one of the best receivers in the conference. He is, is Aaron Macis. So third and ten. The Pride have been firing away on this drive, trying to take their shots. 9.31 to go in the third quarter. Trying to put something, to get something together is Johnson in the Pride. Calderon in the backfield with Johnson. He takes a snap, throws over the middle, and it's complete to G... Geo Wooten, and that's right near the sticks. Flag down. Flag thrown late in that play, but Wooten coming in again with another catch. He's been really dominant for the uh, Heritage receiver. He has. Board. The flag was thrown right at the tackling position, and it was right near the sticks, about two yards short. And they're going to have to go for it if they do have a chance to do that. It's a penalty on. Oh, it's a pass interference, pass on, interference on. I think it was Wooten there. Kevin, but nonetheless, it's going to push them back 10 yards from the spot. Bring up third down, too. Third down and 12. Hold on. We don't know who was on just yet. I think the referee pointed to, to both teams. If that is the case, then those penalties will just offset, I believe. So it it is on the Titans. It's on the Titans. The flag is on the Titans. And they're moving it forward. So he pointed. That was weird. We the never really know what the refs really <laughs> call. The referee pointed to the Pride and then the Titans. It's a 15-yard pass interference penalty. First down and 10. Big, 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 big break. 
That was on Trey Hayes. Down to the 15-yard line, first down and 10. For the Pride, here they go. They're in that same bunch set formation. No, no receivers. Johnson gives up the middle to Calderon. Nice blocking, but a great form tackle there from Alex Wirtz at the line of scrimmage. Maybe gets one. Calderon blown up by Alex Wirtz there. And we see them once they get into a short field, they use that eye formation a lot, Kevin. Like to run the ball once they get into the red zone. They have one, they have they have ran one play fake off of that formation. Second and six here for the Pride. They're threatening for the second time here. 8.53 to go in the third quarter. Some energy now from the Pride sideline, that same formation as last time. Johnson gives up the middle to Calderon and nothing doing there. Jimmy Christ, I see, tries to strip out the ball as he gets maybe one on that play, and it's going to bring up a third and six. They ran the ball up the middle to Calderon twice. What do you think about that play call? I don't like it, Kevin. I think you got to get go for a, the end zone maybe on second down. Well, they've been getting the ball. They've been moving the ball with that spread formation. They just abandoned it here in those last two plays. Going to bring up a third and seven. It is interesting that they abandoned They've seemed to abandon their passing game once they get into a short field. But they might have to pass it here. Yeah, third and seven. 8.08 now and counting to go in the third quarter. Time running out. Spread formation they go for here. Two receivers to the right, two to the left. One in motion. And Johnson throws to the end zone to a wide open Tyreek Moss touchdown. Touchdown Pride and they get on the board. Tyreek Moss in the corner of the end zone and Johnson finally connects for his first touchdown of the day with 7.49 to go in the third quarter. Kevin, great throw there by Johnson and Moss was uncovered there. I don't, I don't yeah. know if there was a linebacker Steve uh, missed assignment. Might have been Z Steve Zegbe too on that near side. but I believe it was a missed assignment. Titans look frustrated now on the defensive end. Brian Henriquez, the lefty, trying to make it a seven-point game, and he does. It's up and good. So a one-score game now. It's 14-7, and it feels real close here. A momentum shift to the we pride. They're getting a bit loud here on this sideline. You did talk about that momentum shifting right at the end of the first half, Kevin, with that interception, but I will say... Great to see that it, it is great to see if you're a Heritage fan, them capitalize one of their drives um, that they got into the red zone. That drive was seven plays, two minutes and 26 seconds, 51 yards, and a third down completion there at the end with that touchdown to Tyreek no. Moss. Third down pass interference, big time pass interference there to keep their drive alive from Trey Hayes. So at the 49-yard line, Henriquez is going to boot it away again. He's got some serious second-half action. That penalty was crucial, Kevin, as we thought that just back it was on the pride and it backed them up deeper into the, into the, from Titans territory, but it was on Dominion. At the 40-yard line, the pride back in this game. And so is this crowd. 7.49 to go in the third quarter. Three return men back for the Titans. Henriquez kicks it, and it's going to be to Trey Hayes, who takes it at the 16-yard line, running up to the far side. Gets behind a blocker, and he runs down to the 35-yard line, across the 30, down to the, across the 40, down to the 44-yard line. Still going. 
And down to the 46-yard line. He stayed on his feet there and a great run back. Now the Heritage side of the field is pointing towards them. Maybe they thought the ball came out at the end of that play, but there's also a late flag there, Kevin, thrown by the referee. And that's there, might have been, there might have been some extracurricular activity. And it's, it's on the on, kicking team. It's on the return team. Or return team, my bad. And it's a personal foul, so yeah, it must have been something extracurricular, Kevin. With that pileup, if you will. So the Titans, nothing going on that first drive. Still have really been inconsistent offensively, Kevin. They showed spurts with those with that, that one drive. The first one also getting the benefit from that JDP air fumble recovery. So the Titans take over first and 10 at the 30-yard line. They go with the trips formation to the left side. And they've got to get something on the board here. Richardson out to the far side, only wide out alone. Kavinsky, Pierre, and Carlin are the trips receivers. They give up the middle to Wirtz. Bounces it outside, now cuts up the middle. And a down a runner all the way down to the sticks. And the gain of nine. We'll see if he got the first down. Tackle made by Garrett Griffith. Wirtz, a really effective one cut back. That's what he likes to make those one yeah. foot plant moves. Yeah. Really fool the defensive ends there. Found a seam there, gets nine with 7.13 to go now. Second and one. They go trips to the right side now. Richardson, the lone receiver to the left. And they give up the middle again to, to Wirtz. He's tangled up in the backfield, now tries to get back to the line of scrimmage, and he, and he loses a yard there. Nice penetration from the de defensive line of Heritage. Tackle made by Carson Turner. So this just shows head coach Reed Prosser when he talked about he, he couldn't believe they didn't get the ball to him more. Talking about Richardson, obviously. Talking about, yeah, I'm sorry, talking about George Richardson. And they're showing they don't get the ball to Richardson as much. Maybe as other teams think, but. Richardson has one catch on the day. Big third down and two. Jarman wishes, whispers something to Wirtz. Split formation. Jarman back to pass. Flustered, now flushed out. And he throws, and it's dropped by Trevor Carlin. Going to bring up a fourth down. I'm sorry, that was Kyle Kavinsky. Jarman so hurried out of the pocket there. Had to make a tough throw to Kavinsky, and Kavinsky couldn't haul it in. And I believe the first look was to George Richardson. And they could get him the ball right away. And Jarman immediately got flustered and just started looking around. And he couldn't get the ball to Kavinsky. And it's going to be Kavinsky now to punt it away. That's two three and outs already, Kevin, um, in the second half. Not looking good to start second half play. Flag and down. Throwing at the opposite 45. Ball placed at the Titans' own 44-yard line. And I... We'll see who that was on. It was thrown from way far away from the play. So it's going to be a first down Titans. The flag was... It was a legal substitution, Kevin, I think, on the uh, pride. And what a break for the Titans with six minutes break. to go in, in the third quarter. A huge momentum shift for Heritage. And now the Titans get the ball back first down and 10 at the 44. And if you're Heritage, you've got to be upset on that. It's just a simple substitution 
from the special teams and now you got a first down going in Dominion's offense got the ball back. So first down and 10 at the 44 yard line. Richardson out on an island to the near side. Spread formation. They give up the middle to Wirtz. Again, he finds a seam first down and more across the 40. Down to the 35, and there he goes. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. Alex Wirtz breaks a big one after the penalty and just what the Titans needed. They go up two scores. It's 20 to nothing. Wirtz goes for one. So the Titans go from punting it away to a first down on an, an illegal substitution, and then Wirtz breaks that big play again. A huge bright spot for Dominion, or the, maybe the lone bright spot so far in this offensive, um, for this offense has been Wurtz in this game, and he Wirtz. really just showed his speed on that play too. Having himself quite the night, 14 carries, 166 yards, and two touchdowns with 5.46 to go in the third quarter. The extra point is up and good. Ramon Bloss stays perfect, and Alex Wurtz looks pretty perfect here. From the running back position, that drive was two minutes and three seconds, four plays, and 69 yards. Alex Wirtz is having one of the games of his life, I'd say, tonight. He is a lot similar to that Clark County game, that first of the season, Kevin. And Wirtz really had a chance. Um, that safety really had a chance. Uh, what was it, number 13, Gio Wooten, really had a chance to, to tackle Wirtz there. And Wirtz just used his speed and got around him. The key play, I think, on that drive was that penalty. The Safe to say. Illegal substitution penalty got the Titans the first down. And on the very next play, on the ensuing play, Wirtz goes for 50-something yards. Again, that is luck, a little bit of luck playing yeah. into the Titans' hands once again in this game with all the drops and opportunities Heritage has blown this tonight. So again, 5.46 to go, 21-7 to lead for the Titans. In the third quarter. And they're getting ready to boot it away from the 40-yard line. Back to receive it is R.J. Wallace, Alejandro Calderon, and the ever-so-dangerous Gio Wooten. Here we go from the 40-yard line after the big run from Wurtz. Taken by R.J. Wallace from the five-yard line, running up the field with speed, and he's hit hard right away at the 26-yard line. Tackle made by Jorge Rojas on the special teams unit. 5.39 now to go in the third quarter. Again, the defensive line is going to have to do a better job getting more pressure on the QB there. And you can't have that, uh, another blown assignment, Kevin, because you, you saw it last... Uh, that last drive for Heritage, they gave up. That was why they gave up that touchdown. So first down and ten here for the Pride at the 26-yard line. Johnson's going to have to play much better here. And we saw a little flashes of, of that of game. when they got that good field position for their first drive in the second half, which led to a touchdown pass for Johnson. Titans with some confusion on defense, and they. Get it figured out, but there's a stoppage in play again. Chris Adu not playing middle linebacker um, this week as Kyle Kavinsky uh, took his spot. Now playing a defensive end. You see Kyle Kavinsky, a lone man in coverage at the nickel. And they are they have, what is it, one, two, three, four, five. Five defensive backs. 
in for the Titans. So you see they're just really relying on that coverage to uh, support their defense, Kevin. Johnson so far is 13 for 24. 125 yards and one touchdown. Some Still some confusion going on. I, be, I believe there's an explanation being given to Coach Reed Prosser on something that happened in the previous play, but they get ready to go now. Spread formation. Johnson barking out signals. He takes a snap. It's a bad snap at his feet, and there's a stoppage in play. There's going to be a flag down. Play blown dead. False Looks start. Like, yep. Another penalty for the Pride. Coming up first and 15. Not a, good, not a great way to start this drive as they look to stay on the board here as Chris Adu comes out. And J.D. Pierre comes in. Big for J.D. playing both ways all game to get a little breather. Here they go. Spread formation again. Macis out to the far side. Johnson takes a snap, he throws, and it's caught by Austin Holland, who cuts back to the outside, and he breaks a tackle down to the 34-yard line. Gets about six there. Nice run after the catch from Holland. Tackle made by Darius Brown there. See them again attacking Jaden Pierre on the outside with the injuries to cornerbacks. Jaden Pierre is playing, and now we got an injury, Kevin. Is it a, who's down? There is a Heritage Pride. I think it is Holland. It down, is number it's, one. It's Holland. It's Right by the Dominion sideline, right by his his father, the offensive coordinator, Coach Holland. Interesting situation there. Holland started off the game. We saw him on the sideline a lot, but then he made a few plays as of late. Had a big catch on that last drive and another, another good catch and run after that. 5.29 to go here in the third quarter. 21 to nothing. Oh, I'm sorry, 21 to 7, the Titans lead. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is the DHS Press Network. You're listening to Titan Football on the DHS Press Network. DHSPress.com. All the news Titans need to know. That's DHSPress.com. So we're back here with an injury to Holland. He's still down, and it looks like he's going to get up now. Not Coach Holland. Coach Holland is not hurt, mind you. This is Austin Holland, his son. Cheers coming from both sidelines as he gets up. He's under his own power. He's limping a little bit. And as he's standing by the Dominion sideline getting treated by, I believe, some Dominion trainers. So Johnson's going to chop back into the huddle here. Second and three. Holland has three catches for 33 yards. He may play a factor here. Number eight, Brandon Stone is in for him now. Brandon Stone, the junior, six stands 6'1". Six Johnson takes snap immediately, rolling out to the near side, running, looking, looking. He's going to take off and run. Sideswipes the defender past the first down. There he goes, and he slides down. An awkward slide at, at the 43-yard line. First down, nice run there from Brett Johnson. Haven't seen that mobility play a factor no. too much, Kevin, but Johnson roll, rolled right there. No receivers open downfield and found some space to Surprised move. Surprised the Pride didn't use that that speed to their advantage as much in the first half. They really have used them strictly as a yeah. pocket passer for the most part. They go to the trips. 
to the far side. One receiver to the near side. Calahandro, I'm sorry, takes the run up the middle. There he goes. First down and more past the 45. Now running down to the far side, down past the 30, and down to the 23-yard line. Calderon, tackle made by Jaden Pierre. Calderon bakes, breaks one big for 40-plus yards with so 4.45 to go in the third quarter. So Heritage finally able to get the running game going in a big play there by Calderon with a, with a run zone run up the middle. 36-yard run there. First down and 10 now. The pride getting loud here. At the 22-yard line, the ball is placed. 4.36 to go in the third quarter. Trips to the right. Johnson looking left, now looking right. Takes a snap, back to pass. He throws. It's a quick slant, and it's off the hands Ooh. of... The backup receiver, Brandon Stone. Now Jaden Pierre is down on the field. He looks really in pain. And that would be yet another blow if this is serious, Kevin. And yet another blow. There's a chance it was a cramp. There is a chance it was a cramp. He went down jumping around on one foot. It's definitely a something to the left leg. And if it's a knee, that is bad. He It may possibly be a cramp. He's... Slamming his other leg on the ground. And we can only hope this is not serious with 4.17 to go in the third quarter. Yes, Kevin, I don't know what who goes in now. I think we're going to have to see if Jaden, because he is down, has been down for some quite some time now. I think we, we would see Darius Brown in at cornerback. Now that Jaden would have to leave the game. So I believe it was a cramp in his thigh. We're hearing reports that it was a cramp in his thigh. Again, we just speculate here. I heard a report that it is a cramp in his thigh, so that's good to hear. As Ryan Ryan Flynn, our, our spotter, is reporting that, he has the binoculars and he can see it all from up here. But he's definitely a necessity here for this Titans offense. He got, he got the bulk of targets last week, had six receptions, and he was definitely involved the most against South Lakes. Jarman targeted him quite a bit. He had six receptions for 88 yards. He led the team the team in yards. I really think from receptions. Yeah, we did see his potential at a at a high, Kevin, last week. But again, him getting hurt defensively hurts them quite a bit. A position they're not deep in. Second and ten. Here trips to the right. Calderon still in at the running back position. One receiver to the left, in Brandon Stone. Darius Brown in. At the cornerback position, covering Stone. They'll see if they can exploit that. And Johnson looks deep to the far side in the end zone. And it is nearly caught by Aaron Macis. Defense made by Steve Zegbe. Aaron Macis, they threw it up to him. They thought they had the size. Aaron Macis, the 6'2 man against 5'10 man. And Steve Zegbe. He does have the height advantage, Kevin. And that's the second time we've seen them try to exploit uh, Zegbe, the Zegbe Macis matchup, if you will. And we are seeing Darius Brown in now a defensive back now that Jaden is nursing his injury. So he's in at the safety position. He's going to come up and cover to the to the far side. They have twins right, twins left. Johnson takes a snap. He's got all day. Steps up. Now throws over the middle and it's nice defense by Steve Zegbe. Batted away. 
Intended for Aaron Maces again. That's going to bring up a fourth down. So they, the Pride continue to stall in the red zone for the most part. Zegbe has played great defense, Kevin. He has. This game. I He's came up enough. big. He's been shadowing Maces pretty much. Looks like they're going to go for it here, see what they do. And that's three deflections from Steve Zegbe. So he's come up big. Timeout called by the Titans with 4.03 to go in the third quarter. Again, we look at that lack of depth, depth in the Titans secondary, and we have seen them rotate a lot of guys in and out. But Steve Zegbe has been the one cornerstone, if you will. He's always been there week in, week out. Well, I think looking at the Titans secondary, you've got to take into account the leadership that goes on from George Richardson. I think it really takes a lot of, a lot of those young guys like, like Trey Hayes and Steve Zegbe and, and really teaches them the position and how to carry themselves on the field. And I think that plays a much bigger role than what we see up here. I do agree, Kevin. I think a lot of these guys on this Titans team like to be more vocal on the field than they do off. As yep. when it's game time, we know J.D. Pierre is really vocal on the field as a real defensive captain. Same with Alex Wirtz. Kyle Kavinsky, as you may have heard in the halftime interview, that he likes to lay down the law, if you will, a little bit when instructing his fellow Titans on what to do on defensive possession. So here we go. Tri trips to the right, spread formation for the, for the pride. One free safety and... And George Richardson. Johnson takes the snap. It's fourth and ten. There's a middle. It's picked off. Picked off by Alex Wirtz. And Johnson threw it right to Alex Wirtz as it was a, intended for Tyreek Moss on the slant route. Alex Wirtz jumped it. And a nice play there for the Titans. They take over from the 19-yard line. First down and ten with 3.57 to go in the third quarter. Wirtz great in coverage there. And the Titans getting another big stop backed into their own territory as Heritage does not look to kick field goals when they've gotten close to the uh, to the end zone here, Kevin. They have struggled in the red zone. It's 21 to nothing, a Titans lead. 21 to seven, I'm sorry. I made that mistake twice now. First down and 10 here for Jarman and company. Trips to the left. Kavinsky and Hayes in at the slot position. They give up the middle to Zegbe. Zegbe finds a seam. He's got the first down and more. And he breaks a tackle down to the 45 across the 50. And he's down to the uh, he's down to the pride 49-yard line. Nice run there from Zegbe. Zegbe getting 32 yards. His biggest carry of the game when in place of Wurtz. And Wurtz has really done all the damage. And now they got a little bit of a two-headed monster. Now rotating Wurtz back in. Again, the run game playing... The lone factor, factor here for the Titans. Titans trying to extend their lead to 21 here as they lead 14 already, 21 to 7. They lead, yeah, 21 to 7, 334 to go. First down and 10. They give up middle to Wirtz, who breaks tackle in the backfield and gets about one there down to the 48-yard line. Second and nine. Wirtz, as we said earlier, having the game of his life. Tackle made by Seth Heelan, the senior. Wirtz, as we said, having the game of his life. But Zegbe having a quietly decent game, stepping in, stepping in pretty well, offense and defense. You really have seen him play well, Kevin. And another thing to look at, Jaden Pierce still not on the field at receiver. Just something to look at going forward. Now, I do believe our spotter Ryan Flynn said it was a cramp, but it could be more serious. 
We'll get you an update on that. They give up to middle Zegbe again, who's spinning a couple times, and he gets back to the line of scrimmage. Maybe got one tackle made by Bo Hogan. Penn's going to need to come up here on third down, as it is third and, what, five or six here, Kevin? Third and, I want to say seven. Going to need to show, going to need Thomas Jarman to take, take leadership here and really get, get the offense going through the air as well. As time winds down in the third quarter, Titans with 24 runs and 16 passes. And another run. They give up the middle to Wirtz, who's fighting for the first down right near those sticks. We'll see if he got it, and I believe he did get it. First down at the 40-yard line. Great run, clutch run there on the draw. Tackle made by Carson Turner gets about seven. First down Titans with just under two minutes to go in the third quarter. Wirtz has shown the ability to fall forward, if you will, when he's getting tackled there. And if he didn't do that there, he would not have gotten the first down on that play, Kevin. But Wirtz just adding, adding on more yards to his... Already impressive stat line. Oh, I'm sorry. It was not a it was not a first down. It's going to be fourth down in inches, and I believe the Titans are going to go for it. That really looked like a first down to me, Kevin. Our producer, Mr. Schwartz, did say it was a first down. He was adamant about that, and all of a sudden, it's a fourth in inches. They run. Thomas Jarman runs up from the shotgun position, and he tries to QB sneak it. We'll see if he got it, and I believe he did. So they little, a little fake there, Kevin. They, they went into the spread, and he was in the shotgun formation, and then he ran up quickly under center and got the first down. Some trickery there from Jarman and the Titans. First down and 10 at the 39-yard line. Jarman got one on that first down run. Titans have been really methodical on offense tonight. One eleven to go now in the third quarter. Trying to extend the lead to 21. Titans with... 213 rushing yards on the day. They give up to middle to Wirtz again. He bounces it outside, now cuts it inside. The one cut back, as you said, makes the one cut there, and he gets one, if that, bringing up a second down and nine or ten cut tackle made by Jared Vaughn. Heritage able to show some pride there. No pun intended. Pun was intended. With that defensive end. Yeah, finally able to stop Wirtz behind the line of scrimmage there. 21 to seven, the Titans lead with just under 35 seconds to play in the third quarter. They come out in the spread formation. Ward still in as the back. Still Richardson with less than two catches in one catch. They give, no, it's a play fake. Jarman back to pass, he's looking. He's got pressure and he's flushed out. He's way down back at the 45 yard line. Still on his feet, throws deep to a wide open Trey Hayes at the 10 yard line. There he goes, touchdown. Touchdown Titans, a wide open Trey Hayes, and it silences the Heritage crowd. What a play as the time nearly, ex the time does expire on the third quarter. It's 27 to nothing, 27 to seven. The Titans now lead. What a play, and what a job to extend the play from Thomas Jarman. Kevin, like you said, you backed up almost 20 yards there, it looked like on that play, and just the improvisation. Trey Hayes, great great notice by the receivers to come back to him and try to get open there. When you're able to impro improvise, la improvise like that, guys like guys like Trey Hayes are going to be able to get loose and just find a soft spot in that defense as Ramon Boss stays perfect, and it is 28 to nothing. Jarman was looking for Richardson on the near side to on seven. that play. I've made that mistake way too many times. 28 to seven. The Titans lead as the 
third quarter comes to a close. It's going to be 28 to 7. That that drive was 357, seven plays and 82 yards. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is DHS Press Network. You're listening to Titan Football on the DHS Press Network. DHSPress.com. All the news Titans need to know. That's DHSPress.com. And we're back here. 28 to 7. It is 28 to 7, I believe. Not 28 to nothing, I have said. As I have said, it's been a long day. It's been a long day. Jarman on that play, can I will say, faced pressure right away. He was looking to George, it looked like, on the near sideline. Had to go through his progressions and then just improvise there, like you said. As we enter the final quarter, the Titans are going to kick it away to the pride and the normal return men back. It's Gio Wooten, Alejandro Calderon, and R.J. Wallace back to return it. They're going to switch sides here. Heritage, I will say, really has played an unlucky game, if you will. Yeah. You know, they had Jarman there for a big loss on that play on third down. And they just couldn't bring him down, and that led to a big touchdown. So just shows the margin for error is really slim in these, in these conference matchups, Kevin, especially against a good team like the Titans. Titans with a commanding 28-7 lead heading into the fourth quarter. You're listening to DHSPress.com Network. DHSPress.com. All the news you need. Dominion and around the county. The best news ever. All Titans need to know. So it's going to be R.J. Wallace from the six-yard line. Breaks the tackle down to the 12-yard line. Nice defense there. From the Titans, tackle made by Jorge Rojas. It's his second tackle. Rojas playing a big role on special teams, Kevin, as he brought down, who was that, Calderon? That was R.J. Wallace. R.J. Wallace early in his return. Titans have two touchdown drives, um, two big touchdown drives, two of their biggest touchdown drives here tonight of their, tw of their four touchdown drives in total were 90 yards and 82 yards. So, again, that speaks to that methodical play they've really shown on offense. 11.53 to go here in the game. Again, it's middle school night for the Pride as they are losing 28-7. to I will say why we have not seen a Tiger shoot timeout, and I'm getting nervous. <laughs> Might be a bad sign, Kevin. For what? Who knows? Okay. Who knows? Well, Nevertheless, I'd like to see one. So if we could make that happen, Mr. Schwartz, maybe message someone on the sideline, get someone to tie your shoe, because I'm losing it up here. First down and 10 from the 20-yard line. Spread formation, trips to the left. Calderon, the main back. Johnson takes a snap, and it's Gio Wooten on the screen play, gets about five. Kyle Kavinsky on the tackle. Kavinsky showing his range as a, as a linebacker uh, to cover there. Like to go ahead and, why you want to do the honors of doing this shout out of a loyal listener? Another shout out, Jason Robinson. We mentioned earlier going to Howard University. Loyal listener. We love you, Jason. 
He was, and the J.D. Pierre jumps there. It might have been a false start. We'll see what the call is. And now it's going to be on J.D. Pierre. And the second time we've seen him do that. Pride so are going to get close game. to the first down. Jaden Pierre walking on the sideline now. Still not in the game as Darius Brown and Steve Zegbe man the two cornerback positions. Well, a good thing is that he's walking, so I think Flynn might have been right there that it was a cramp. And that's a great sign for the Titans for obviously next week. Heading into the game against Riverside. So second and inches it's going to be. Spread formation here. Johnson throws a quick pass to number eight, and he breaks the tackle, and he gets the first down. Gain of about five. That was Brett Johnson, or I'm sorry, Brandon Stone, who is filling in for the injured Holland. Holland looks like he just got back in the game then, Kevin, but now he's limping off yet again. We're seeing the same things from Johnson here on this drive with the short, quick passes and those yeah. curls and slants from the pride receivers. 10.45 to go in the game. First down and 10. And the pride at this point. Got to get a score here, Kevin. Got to get mm -hmm. a score here. This is a, Yeah, this is definitely a must-score must drive at the 47-yard line. Johnson takes a snap, pump fakes. Now looking long, he gets him on the stop and going. It's caught by Gio Wooten down to the 30, past the 25, down to the 19-yard line. Gio Wooten. Bryce Johnson. I'm sorry, Brett Johnson. Oh, this is not good. Steve Zegbe is hurt. 42 yards on the pass. Steve Zegbe is down, and I believe it is a leg injury. Or not to specify, but I believe it is a leg injury. Kevin, this is going to be... Yet another injury to a Titans defensive back. Not good, but talk about that play, Kevin. We talked about how good Zegbe has been in coverage. But he, they ran a little go, stop and go route there, Kevin, and they really fooled Zegbe. And Johnson was able to make a great throw for a gain of 42. So 10-22 to go. And as we just said, they, this is a definitely a must-score drive. And... Heritage getting a big play there from Gio Wooten, who so far this game has eight catches and 104 yards. Big so, day for him. So to give you an update, so to give you an update on the Riverside Loudoun County game, Loudoun County leads Riverside 31 to 14 with three minutes to go in the fourth quarter. So obviously, the Titans play Riverside next week as Zegbe limps off in severe agony, not able to put any weight. On that, I believe, that knee. Right, that, right, right, that right leg. Right leg. And that is not a good sign. We'll see who comes in here. Andrew Buckner in at the cornerback position for the Titans. Talk about throwing a guy into the fire, Kevin. Big position big position in this game, fourth yeah. quarter. Let's see if they try to exploit the newcomer, maybe. So they go with the senior Andrew Buckner, the special teams captain. Titans really getting depleted with injuries right now, Kevin. So they're going to go to the spread formation. Buckner stands to the wide side of the field as a cornerback, and there's a timeout called by the Titans. Maybe they want to get the Titans. things a little organized here as they put in. They're shuffling in a lot of new personnel, Kevin. As the two cornerbacks in right now have not played at all much season, if not anything. Darius Brown 
has just gotten his first action of the season tonight. And Andrew Buckner, other than special teams, is getting his first true action as a defensive back this season. So we'll see how the Pride react to that and what they do here. But not a good sign with all these injuries going on for the Titans as they head into. They did play it. Yeah, a tough part of their schedule as Zegbez has to be carted off. As you see him on the golf cart driving around the track. But they have played a, a difficult stretch in their first four games. They in have. their first four games. So next game will be next Thursday. So that's just one less day to get healthy for these Titan, for the injured Titans. So here we go. Spread formation here. Johnson takes snap. They give up the middle to Calderon. Calderon is hit, and he dives forward down to the 19-yard line. And we'll see what they do in the red zone here. Tackle made by Alex Wirtz. We'll see what they do in the red zone here because they have not been able to do much at all. They have one score, and I believe they're one for four or five in the red zone in, in getting points out of the deal. It's really It really has, has been where they've stalled, Kevin. And they've stalled. Do you yeah. think they take a shot towards towards Buckner here, Kevin? I mean, well, both I mean, both the new quarterbacks are an experience. You could, I mean, you could. We'll see what they do here. We'll see what they do. Buckner looks like he's coming up tight on Tyreek Moss. Trips to the right. Johnson looking. He does throw it up against Trey Hayes, and it's up and. Nearly oh. picked off. There's a flag down in the end zone. It might be pass interference. Be interesting to see who it was on. And I believe it was, it was on, on the, the Titans. It was on Trey Hayes and the Titans at the goal line. So we'll see where they spot the ball. Hey, and Trey Hayes there. Wooten. In coverage. Wooten is hurt. Looks like a groin injury. 9.35 to go here in the game. We'll see what the, where they place the ball, and definitely Heritage running out of time here. What do you think? If they do score, would they go for the onside kick here down? If they do score, it would be two scores? I do not think so, Kevin. They score here, yeah, it will be a 14-point game, but I think you just let your defense try to get a stop as the Titans really have been inconsistent offensively. So, so they're going to spot the ball half the distance to the goal line at the 10-yard line, and it's going to be a first down and 10 from the 10. First down and goal. Or second down in inches. They're going to go in that same bunch formation. And it's a play action. Johnson looking. He throws to the end zone and is just out of reach. Incomplete. Intended for Aaron Mace is covered by George Richardson. They ran that same rollout play they ran in the first half that had two that led to two wide receivers being wide open just to miss pass. But now on that play, they covered it well, made the adjustments. So if you're just joining us late in the fourth, there is nine minutes and 35 seconds to go. The Titans lead... 28 to 7 and a big third and one play ensuing for the pride as they are threatening at the 10 yard line third and inches same bunch formation they go with similar to the eye they have three backs behind Johnson Johnson stands up now gets back into his squat position he takes his nap and this time he gives to Calderon Calderon bounces outside to the near side breaks two tackles down to the nine-yard line, he gets the first down. Reaches the ball forward, and he broke Joel Campos and Kyle Kavinsky's tackle, which is, which seldom happens. Tackle made by Trey Hayes. Those are two, like you said, sure tacklers on this Titans defense, Kevin. 
as the clock continues to run. So first down and goal at the nine-yard line for the Pride. They got to do something quick here as there's just about nine minutes to go now. Back to that I formation, Kevin. Johnson, it's a play action. He's looking. Now he's going to take off and run at the 10. Five. He gets into the end zone touchdown. The Pride strike again. It's now a two-score game, 28-13. The Titans lead. Johnson gets a rushing touchdown now with 8.54 to go here in the game. It looks again, Kevin, they ran that same rollout play. Johnson, they had a Titans have it, had it covered in the secondary, but Johnson able to make a, make a few cuts and run in for the touchdown. As Heritage Crowd is back into it. So the name of, game, name of the game now as Brian Henriquez puts it in to make it 28-14. The name of the game now for the Titans with 8.54 to go in the game is, is burning some clock and not letting the Pride be able to have a chance to get it to a one-score game, which is dangerous territory as they try to mount a comeback here late in the fourth. Yes, Kevin, and we see Zegbe on the sideline. It looks like he's bouncing around, and he's got his helmet back on, which is a really good sign. That is a great sign. And we also see Jaden Pierre walking around with his helmet on on the sideline. But running some clock off shouldn't be an issue as Titans have, the Titans have really, had a, uh, they've really done a great job running the ball with Wirtz and Zegbe tonight. So 8.54 to go, 28 to 14, it's a two score game now. And Henrique Rodriguez, looks like there's some confusion at the 40 yard line. And they're ready to kick it away. Buckner is back to return along with, I believe that is Jorge Rojas. Well, onside kick. And there is an onside kick. We'll see who returns it. The Titans were obviously not ready for it. And I wasn't ready for it either. As I was trying to point out the Titans return men, we'll see who gets it. Titans pointing their way, Pride pointing their way, and it is Titans football. Huge recovery from Alex Wirtz as he was the only Titan in a pile of pride with 8.48 to go now. You did talk about that possibility of doing an onside yeah. kick, Kevin. And you were right there. It was a really sticky play. They lined up in normal normal uh, kickoff formation and just tried to roll it, with, if you will, with a kick. So first down and 10, a shorter field here for the Titans for Jarman and company. And I said the name of the game now is, is getting first downs. They have not lined up in the eye yet. I think this whole game. Other than those two QB sneaks, you're right. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. One receiver to the left, one receiver to the right. Wirtz next to Jarman in the shotgun. And they give to Wirtz up the middle, makes a cut, and he runs forward right up the middle. Gets about six there, and he's dragged down. If you're the Titans, I think you got to keep running the ball with Wirtz. I think Darius Brown coming in might get some carries too, but you got to hold on to the football. You cannot afford a fumble no. at this stage of the game. If you're getting chunk yardages like that, six, seven yards, five, six, seven yards there, you can really ice this game away. 8.23 to go. 
now with this second and four play coming up. In the game now at running back, I believe it's Steve Zegbe. And Jarman gives to him. It's not Steve, it's Darius Brown, Brown who splits off a defender at the 40. What a spin there, gets down to the 36-yard line. Gio Wooten on the tackle, but that was some explosiveness we haven't seen from the running back position since, since Wurtz and Zegbe. But we haven't seen that from him yet. Yeah, Kevin, Darius Brown has been dealing with a rotator cuff injury all year and really sh did show that raw athleticism that he has and all his players, um, all his teammates love, love him for. So 7.50 to go now. First and 10 at the 35-yard line. And Brown's still in there. Spread formation again. No, I'm sorry, this time it's Wirtz. Wirtz makes the cut. There he goes up the middle, and he gets the first down. Gain of 11. Tackle made by Carson Turner. Again, this Titans offensive line just gashing holes in this. Um, getting Really getting doing a good job of getting, getting into the uh, second level against this Heritage defense. It seems like every time the Heritage pride of it gets some momentum, the Titans shut it down with a nice drive here as they enter the red zone at the 21-yard line. And it has been that run game that they've relied on all game. Twins to the left, one receiver to the right, and Trevor Carlin. And they give up middle to Darius Brown again, running to the near side. And he sideswipes the defender down to the 17-yard line. He gets four on the play. Tackle made by Carson Turner again. 7.05 to go in the game. 28-14, the Titans lead. Kevin Buckwalter did talk to us about um, his offensive line shorting up the blocking scheme. And maybe that is a direct cause to their success in the run game tonight. Just simpling up the blocks maybe. Four Wirtz. Second down and five. Twins to the right, twins to the left. Jarman gives up the middle to Wirtz, and he's hit He's hit right away at the line of scrimmage. 6.30 to go now. They are sure burning a lot of clock here and doing a good job of it. Bo Hogan on the tackle. It's going to bring up a big third down. Darius Brown is going to enter the game and at running back is Wirtz is going to take a break. Wirtz with 20 carries for a 196 yards rushing. What a stat line for the senior running back for the Titans. He's had quite the game. And I think we'll see more of Darius Brown now after he's shown what he can do for the duration of this game and possibly next game with these injuries. They give to him here, and there's a flag on the play. Not what you want to do for the Titans. You want to keep this clock running, Kevin, as it's a false start. 5.49 to go. Maybe see a pass here now that the clock is stopped. But I would just try to keep it simple. Maybe throw quick intermediate routes. Make sure you run some clock out, as we will keep a, be keeping an eye on that for you guys. Third and ten here. 28 to 14, Titan lead. And they might have to go to the air here as they've been running out the clock on the ground. Twins left, twins right. Jarman takes a snap, and it's a play action. Looks deep to George Richardson in the end zone, and he, the cornerback had his hands on him the whole time. There's no call. It's going to bring up a fourth down. A good defense, but I don't know about that. Tyreek Moss had his hands all over him. That whole play, very, very physical. And if I'm Coach Carl Buckwalter, I'm not so happy with that. 
But Kevin, like we said, they did air it out. They faked that run. And they threw a jump ball to Richardson there. Interesting to see here, Kevin, if they go with a field goal. I think it is It is third down. Oh, there was another penalty, Kevin. And it's an illegal shift against the offense. So it's going to be third and 15 if they, it's declined. So it's going to be fourth and 10 with 5.13 to go. We'll see what they do here. They have the ball at the 22-yard line. And we'll see if they bring the kicker out now here. They do. They do. They're going to bring the kicking out, kicking unit out, trying to extend this lead 31-14. to 14. And a stoppage in play again. And timeout called by the Titans. So yeah, looks like they're gonna or they're gonna talk it over. Looks like they're gonna talk it over. We're gonna pause 10 seconds for station identification. We're gonna talk it over on DHS Press Network. You're listening to Titan Football on the DHS Press Network. DHSPress.com. All the news Titans need to know. That's DHSPress.com. As White said, this is a big field goal. Trying to extend the lead. This would be a, make it a three-position three-possession game here, Kevin. They're trying to make it 31 to 14, which is the final score of the Riverside Loudoun County game. Loudoun County trumps Riverside. Fourth and ten. They're going to bring the kicking unit out. It's a 39-yard attempt here from the right hash. Hayes the holder. Here we go, 39-yard attempt, snap, kick, up, and it's looking good, and it, it is good. The 39-yard field goal is good. The ref did not give a, did the ref give a? Not, the referee did not give a, a signal at the goal line, but the referee by the, by the spot of the ball did. It was a good field goal, though, nonetheless, Kevin, and Ramon Bloss. He nailed it easy. Nailed that. Easily. He had room to go. He could have hit that from, what, 40, 44, 45 maybe even. That makes it a three-possession game, Kevin, which is so crucial now with five minutes left. We're really going to have to see the, uh, the pride rush a little bit on offense. Titans trying to improve to three and two. And with a loss here, the Heritage Pride would drop to three and two. Also, Titans would go 1-0 in conference play. Yeah, their first conference game, and this would be a huge conference win if they can hold on and probably just get a stop here. That'll wrap it up and give the Titans their third win on the year. We will be broadcasting next week, next Thursday. You get, us to, hear you get to hear us one day earlier on a Thursday against Riverside at home. So if you don't want to go out on a school night, on a school night, students and parents, tune in to listen to us. Bloss from the 40-yard line. It's a squib kick down to the opposing 40, taken by number 12, who take makes two cuts and he's hit and dropped at the 45-yard line. Ian Waweru, Ian Waweru, with f just under five minutes to go. 31 to 14, the score. So I think the Titans' defense, if you're going to look at this secondary, you're going to have to play off a little bit. And we are seeing Jaden Pierre back in the game and Steve Zegbe. That's two crucial players for Dominion. Very good to see. I think that I'm sorry that last play, that last drive was 
three minutes and 51 seconds, six plays, 36 yards, capped off by a 39-yard field goal from Ramon Blas, 4.58 to go here in the game. Pride trying to put something, something together. Johnson back to pass, and he throws it incomplete, intended for Aaron Maces, who has been targeted quite a bit from Johnson, whether it's a jump ball or just short passes over the middle, which we've seen a lot from Johnson in the Pride. Yes, Kevin, and again, like we were saying before, Pierre is back in the game and Zegbe, so two, two key parts to your secondary uh, are back for this final stretch of the game. Second down and 10 from the 40-yard line. Holland in the game at the wideout position. Johnson, pump fakes, now looking to the near side, steps up, and he throws deep down the field, and it's nearly picked off by Jaden Pierre. Ball intended for Gio, Gio Wooten with 4.47 to go. Wooten a little slow to get up. Jaden Pierre, nice defensive play. Almost came up, with, came up with his first interception of the year. Yeah, Kevin, he really followed Wooten throughout his whole route. Johnson tried to make something happen. I think if he, he would have had him if he tried to get a little more air under that ball. So it's going to bring up a second and ten. If Heritage wants to put together anything here, they gotta they got to do it, and they got to do it soon. As time is ticking, 31 to 14 Titans lead. Hydration is huge up here in the booth. Looks like there was a penalty. Did not see a flag at all in the game, and now they're moving the ball no forward. Flag, yeah, no flag was thrown. A 15-yard penalty, and it looks like it might have been pass interference on Pierre. There was no flag thrown, so who knows, but... These refs don't help us out much in the booth, Kevin. They do not. First down and 10 from the 44-yard line. Johnson back to pass. It's a screen pass to Calderon. Calderon shaking Jaden Pierre, and he makes a tackle ball out, and it bounces out of bounds, recovered by a pride member out of bounds, Austin Holland. And nice run there after the catch from Calderon. Gets about seven. A fortunate fumble, if you will, Kevin, because that does stop the clock yeah. for the pride at 438. Instead of letting it run. Second and three. They got to hurry up here. As there is a little confusion for Heritage offense. Tariq Moss ordering Johnson to hurry this up, and he does. Johnson takes a snap, looking. Throws to the far side in Moss. Moss gets the first down. Now running. He gets a block. Dives out of bounds. Down to the 23-yard line. First down. Pride. Tackle made by Steve Zegbe. So the Titans not pressing up too much. Just want to see, just want the allow the short intermediate routes like the Pride have used all game. 31 to 14, 4.30 to go in this one. 20 at the 23 yard line. Spread formation, Holland, the far side receiver, and Macis, the near side receiver. Johnson takes a snap. He's looking. He's flushed out. Chased by J.D. Pierre. And he throws. And it's incomplete. Intended for Macis. And just underthrown there with 4.23 to go. Going to bring up a second and 10. J.D. JD Pierre had his hands all over that play there. Blew up that, that center right away and forced Johnson to roll out and make a hurried throw. Johnson has been pretty good on the run, though, in this game so far. 
just has been a little inaccurate on a few passes, a few missed opportunities here Tight and there. Titans with, I'm sorry, Pride with the ball at the 22-yard line. Second down and 10. Johnson looking, looking. He throws deep down, and it is incomplete just over Geo Wooten's head and intended for, for Geo Wooten. Kyle Kavinsky there in coverage. Coverage made by, yeah, coverage by Kyle Kavinsky and George Richardson. Wooten has been really stellar for the Pride tonight um, on offense as a receiver, Kevin, as he does have over 100 yards receiving for them. So 4.17 to go. Big third down here. Pride trying to strike. They got a strike now. Johnson back to pass. He throws a middle complete. First down more to Tyreek Moss. And Kyle Kavinsky lays a huge hit on him. Not before the damage done down to the six-yard line. And the Pride have to hurry up with gonna, just over four minutes out. to go. And no, no timeout. They they no timeout right. called just yet. And they won't, the they won't call a timeout. 4.05 to go. Johnson throws to the end zone. No, he does not. It is dropped. By Brandon Stone. Kavinsky with another big hit there. Kavinsky the laid the hit. Yeah, it laid the hit. So just under four minutes to go, 358. Second and goal, second and seven. Pride has to put, Pride trying to strike, trying to put something on the board here. And they'd have to go for an onside kick as this is a three possession game now. The ball at the eight yard line. They go to the spread again. We're not seeing that eye formation we've seen in the past in the red zone. Calderon in the back, and it's a rollout to the near side. Johnson looking. He's going to take off and run down to the five-yard line, and he runs out of bounds at about the four with 3.50 to go. It's going to bring up a third and goal, third and four. He was chased out there by Chris Adu. Again, playing DN instead of middle linebacker tonight. But, yes, it will – I think – safe to say at this point it would take a catastrophic turn of events for the Titans to lose this game. With 3.50 to go here in the game. However, I've seen crazier things. 31 to 14. Johnson takes a snap, throws, end zone, and it is nearly caught. And it's dropped by Austin Holland in the end zone. He had the ball in his hands. Coverage by Jaden Pierre, and it's going to bring up a fourth and four. And I believe, Wyatt, if, if this isn't completed, I think. Safe to say this game, Titans could just run this game out, Kevin. But that play there, catch Austin Holland needs to make. Yeah. As it was right, hit him right in the numbers, and a great throw there by Johnson. So here we go. Big play for. Johnson in the pride. Spread formation. Called around next to him. Johnson takes snap one step back, and it is deflected by Trey Hayes. Turnover on downs. Nice defense by Hayes. And the Titans will take over from the four-yard line. So with this 31-14 lead, barring a turnover, I think the Titans can just run this clock out. As I do not know how much timeouts the pride have used, but... 
get a few first downs, maybe, and this game's over. As we hit the two-hour and 35-minute mark of our broadcast, 3.40 to go in this game. Well, it's 31 to 14 with the Titan lead. Titans are taking over at their own four-yard line. In the shotgun is Jarman. Spread formation. George, the only receiver. George Richardson, the only receiver out to the far side. And they give to Wirtz up the middle, and he breaks it for a big run. He loses the football. He loses the football, and it's recovered by the pride. As we have seen, Wirtz struggle with fumbles against Potomac Falls. He had three in that home opener. Garrett Griffith forces that fumble. There, Kevin, yeah, you said Griffith there just stripped it from him, ripped it right from his hands, and like we said, you cannot afford to have a turnover at this stage of the game when you're trying to ice it out with the run. So, Pride with some hope here with 3.32 to go. They're going to have to score very, very soon then. At the 24, 26, I'm sorry, 16-yard line, no, 13-yard line. First down and 10. Johnson take the snap, rolling out to the near side. He fires near the end zone, and it's caught at the one-yard line. By Aaron Macis there, Kevin. Big big catch by Aaron Macis. Richardson, Pierre, and Kavinsky were, out, were around, and the clock does run with 3.18 to go, and it's a first down timeout stoppage in play. Clock stops with 3.15 to go. Got to get it in quick here if you're the pride. At the one-yard line. So. Now they're going to bring the chain gain out. They're going to measure it. As we've had a long four minutes here, Kevin. I feel like it's been three minutes and something for quite some time here. A lot all of stoppages. Stoppage yeah, a lot of stoppages in play. A lot of stoppages in play. A little jinx there. We're getting some chemistry up in this broadcast booth. Three games under our belt, or two games under our belt, and almost a third with White and I and our spotter, Ryan Flynn, who's doing a heck of a job as they measure, and we'll see if the Pride got the first down there. Looks like they did. Is the ref just pointed towards the end zone? I don't think the downs matter as much here in this in this point of the game. They just got to punch it in as soon as possible. They go to that I formation. They like to do at the goal line, first down and goal at the one-yard line. And they give up the middle of the fullback, and he gets in. Touchdown. Touchdown, Pride. And the Pride come within two scores. That's Bo Hogan serving as the fullback, the 5'10", 170 man. So, Kevin, now they're down, what is it, 11? Going to kick the extra point to make it 10. a 10-point game. Still two scores. Going to have to do an onside kick here, Kevin. Yeah, with 3.07 to go, I think that's necessary. And this time, the Titans will be expecting it. So, and the Pride a little bit tougher situation. As the extra point is good, the Pride finally able to punch it in the red zone with that scoring drive. It was a two-play, 25 seconds, uh, went for 12 yards after... Wurtz's big fumble in their own territory. 
So 3.07 to go here. So Coach Reed Prosser talked a lot about this defense and how they have the ability to shut teams out. I haven't done that tonight, Kevin. Not so much. 31 points. And the yeah, Titans send out the hands team for this ensuing onside kick. They've got Richardson, Richardson Pierre, Carlin just all on the same side. It's your receiving core right there. Yeah. And then you got Wirtz right up the middle who recovered the last onside kick and did a great job at doing it. So, yeah, it's essentially your receiving core on that front line with Pierre on the second line to the near side. Let's see what the how the Pride try to do. There's a lot of ways to kick an onside kick, Kevin. We'll see what they decide to do here. Heritage crowd getting loud. One last hope here as they try to make something happen. The kick is right to Trevor Carlin who falls on it and the ball's loose. He lost the ball and now it's up for grabs. Heritage pointing their way. Waiting for a ref signal here. And it it's is Titan football. It is Titan football. They recover it. There was some trouble from Trevor Carlin. He, he had it and then it just looked like it squirted out there. Might, someone else might have fallen on it for the Titans there. Now they should be able to ice this game away, Kevin. 3.03 to go, and that was a quite the scare there as a lot of pride pride members thought thought it was going to be their ball trying to put this game within one score. Got to hold on to the ball here, Kevin. Wirtz in again at running back spread formation, and they give to Wirtz. Oh, no, yes, they do. They give, do give to Wirtz. He breaks it outside. Now cuts up field. He gets the first down and more gain of 16 yards down to the 34-yard line. And a big run from Wirtz at responding after that fumble. And that was Sinkir Wooten. The junior. And that'll, that'll move the change with 2.50 to go. Again, uh, Coach Reed Prosser did talk about how um, stellar his defensive front seven has played this season. The Titans really have exposed them tonight with Wirtz's big game. Yeah, the offensive line doing a heck of a job making holes for Darius Brown, Alex Wirtz, and Steve Zegby. First down and 10 at the... 41-yard line they give to Brown this time, who's stuffed up in the backfield, and he loses about three there. Tackle made by Garrett Griffith, who's been making some big defensive plays here late in this game with 2.20 to go. Pride will take a timeout here. Worked with a pretty crazy stat line, Kevin. 22 carries for 2.19 rushing through the, or on the ground. And, that one, is and one touchdown. That is a crazy stat line for Wirtz. Similar to Jarman's game against Fakir when he went off for five touchdowns. I believe he has the passing record, uh, passing yards record for that game, Kevin. Wirtz has to be somewhere near the rushing record for yards. Single game. Again, there's a, there were those those teams with DeAndre Reeds oh. of the world. Somewhere near the third place, mm -hmm. maybe. And McCants. McCants has definitely rushed for more than 221 yards in a game. No disrespect to Wirtz. Wirtz is 
working hard out there. Second and 14. Titans come back onto the field in the spread formation. 221 to go. Wirtz next to Jarman in the shotgun, and they give to Wirtz up the middle. Wirtz finds a hole, makes that one cut, and he uses power and runs over a defender. Gets about six there, another timeout for the Pride. Gets nine. This and offensive line really has been anchored by uh, guards J.D. Pierre and Joel Campos, but Ethan Ferguson has done a great job stepping in at center as we have not seen so far this season. And Zach Whipple playing a big role at right tackle, I believe. And they've really opened up all the holes for Wirtz tonight. So this has been a long last couple minutes here. Many timeouts being called. The score is still 31 to 21. Pride still trying to get the ball back. And possibly make some magic. They have used all three of their timeouts, I believe. Maybe with one more to go and a huge first down for the Titans to get here. It is third and five. To get this, I think the game's over. We can finally say it. We've been saying it quite a bit here. We'll see if this is it is true this time, third and five. They give up the middle to Wurtz. Wurtz find a hole pushing forward. And he gets three. I do not think he got to the first down, so it's going to bring up a fourth down. Bo Hogan on the play and I, on the tackle, and I believe it's their last timeout. They do use it. The Titans might have used a timeout there. Oh, I think it was Heritage. They did. Uh, so they used they their third save, and final timeout. Yes, they did save all three timeouts, Kevin, for this Occasion. last drive. So we'll see what the Titans do here. They They could try to put it away here. As it's fourth and one, fourth and one and a half maybe, or they could try to kick the field goal. I don't really think there's a point in punting it, Kevin. You got oh, Kyle they're Kavinsky not going to punt it. Yeah, you got Kyle Kavinsky punting it if he were to. We'll be tough to down him inside. The 26-yard line. yard line, yeah. So. They're, I think they're going to go for it here. They are going to go for it. The offense trots back onto the field for this fourth and one play. A huge stop for Heritage with 2.02 to go in this game. 31 to 21 the lead for the Titans. And a flag down. False start on the Titans and this is going to back them up. It's going to make fourth down a little more difficult, Kevin. 5 yards, going to be fourth and 6 or 7 here. And a Less manageable play. They might have to change the play call here as George Richardson comes back into the game. Clock is already stopped. A pass is not out of the picture here, but I don't think you want to risk that as a turnover, a possibility, Kevin. You look to Wirtz here in this situation. He's the back as they go to the spread again with one receiver and Carlin out to the near side. Richardson and Hayes, I believe, to the far side. So they do give to... Wirtz up the middle, and he runs. He finds a hole down to the 15-10-5 touchdown. Alex Wirtz breaks it for a big game, and he has had quite the game here. His second of the day, and just tacking on to that yard total, and boy, he put it away with an exclamation mark there. Again, the Titans blocking. They had J.D. Pierre getting uh, pulled on that play, 
just leading the leading the charge there for Wirtz. Wirtz had a huge hole, a and it was a run on the outside, Kevin. Like yeah. we haven't we haven't seen much of. He 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 bounced it outside tonight. there and found the hole, and he gets six. Ramon Blas trying to still be perfect here on the extra points, trying to make it thirty-eight to twenty-one. Snap, kick is up, and it is good. That he does. It is 38 to 21 with 151 to go. That scoring drive was 1 minute and 12 seconds. Five plays and 52 yards for the Titans, capped off by a nice touchdown run from Alex Wirtz. So 151 to go. And I believe Wirtz essentially put it away there for the Titans. I think he definitely did, Kevin, and... Some positives you can take from this game are that rushing attack. and That offensive line really did play well tonight. If they can do get that blocking and then you have Jarman step up maybe more in the passing game, and the Titans can be really explosive offensively throughout this year. So works with 25 carries, 264 yards, has averaged over 10 yards a carry. Wow. Just wow. A breakout game for Alex Wirtz, to say the least. I mean, this guy, he's really showed his toughness. I mean, we talked about how slippery a defender he is. I mean, but he showed that times 10 tonight as he showed his speed, he showed his quickness, and he showed, I mean, as you said, he's a one-cut back, and he showed after that one cut, he can really do some damage as Bloss is ready to boot it away from the 40-yard line. 38-21 to 21 with 151 to go in this game. It's a squib kick. Taken at the 38-yard line, across the 40, and down to the 43-yard line. Big, big-time hit I, I from think that was Chris Adu. Chris Adu laid a huge hit there, Kevin, on special teams play. Like you said, Wirtz really showing his completeness as a running back. As Heritage are going to have to score quick, take some shots deep. 144 to go now. Thank you for the Titans. You just want to get out of this. Last bit of the game, last minute and 44 of the game. You're up 17. I think you just want to get out healthy, Kevin. You don't want to have any more injuries. It would be a shame to get to have an injury late in this game like this. Pierre now in at cornerback, and Steve Zegbay playing looks like free strong safety. So Johnson in the shotgun takes a snap. He's looking. He's looking. He throws over the middle, and it's behind the receiver and. Aaron Maces, and it's going to bring up a second down and 10. The never-ending game grows longer and longer, Kevin. Mind you, next Thursday, we're live at home on a Thursday. So if you don't want to come out on a Thursday night, some of us have work, some of us, some of us have school. We have broadcasting. So tune in for the next Thursday night against Riverside. Riverside has fallen to Loudoun County 31-14 to tonight. The game I think most people expect Titans to win, but nothing guaranteed. Second and 10 here. 139 to go. Johnson has to take some shots here. Johnson takes a snap. He's looking. Steps up in the pocket. And he throws, he jumps it off to Tyreek Moss, who's running to the near side. Tackle made. Big time tackle from Kyle Kavinsky. Kept Kyle in kept Tyreek Moss yeah. inbounds. Very good. Keep call. the clock running, Kevin. 124 and counting. 
The pride go to a hurry up. Johnson takes snap immediate throw to Moss and it's right off his hands and it is nearly picked off by Trevor Carlin. They call it incomplete. Carlin getting a look at linebacker here too, Kevin. We saw that a little bit against South Lakes as he is a reserve for middle linebacker. It's going to bring up a fourth down. So this is last shot time here to keep this drive alive and this game alive for the Pride. Just talk about the job Titans have done rotating guys in. They I mean they've really dealt with injuries. They yeah. Had, they had injuries coming into the night and they've dealt with injuries throughout this game. A lot of guys have stepped up. I I like it's a good thing to see for Yeah, coach Carl Buckwalter has handled their injury situation quite well tonight. Spread formation again for the Pride and Johnson pump fakes, he rolls out and he's now going to cut back to the other side. Running, running, he's going to take off and run to the 50-yard line, shakes past the defender, and he will not get down the first down. Gets three yards, tackle made by Trevor Carlin, and that will do it for the Pride. Turnover on downs. Titans take over at the 49-yard line, and I believe a knee is coming up. Well, victory formation, as they call it in the biz. If someone could just take a tiger shoe timeout, that'd be great. I might have to do it myself. We do love those here at DHS Press Network. 38-21 to 21 the lead. Just under a minute to go. And as Wyatt said, victory formation ensuing for the Titans. A much, much needed win as I begin to tie my shoe up here. Tie your shoe timeout. He is tying his shoe in the booth. So they're going to go into the knee formation. Still two receivers to the right, two receivers <laughs> to the left. Jarman steps back, takes a knee, and the Titans a much-needed win to get above 500 to 3-2 and two as the clock winds down past 50 seconds, and they're going to have to do it once more. But a much-needed win here for the Titans. Titans, another interesting stat. Um, Titans improved to six, will improve tonight to 6-0 and oh against Heritage in the last six matchups. So complete dominance over the pride um, in the last six years. Heritage came within seven once in this game. And then you look at that big turning point in this game, Kevin. It was that, it was that illegal shift or illegal substitution on that punt. It yeah. was the Titans were punting. Yeah, was that was huge. illegal substitution on the pride, and then the next play was a Trey Hayes touchdown. So that was probably the turning point in this game if you look back at it. Good call, Wyatt, as the clock winds down. And the Titans advance to 3-2 and two the Heritage Pride dropped to three and two. And the Titans looking ahead to next Thursday against Riverside. Well, Thursday night football. Thursday night football, the color rush game. So we got stats tonight, Jarman, nine for 18. Didn't have to do too much over the air with the running game. He had 110 yards, one touchdown and one interception at the end of the first half. Total, the Titans had 351 yards rushing. The big story I believe tonight is the Titans rushing. Alex Wirtz had the game of his life tonight, and, a, and Darius Brown stepping in. Talk a little bit about his ability to step in and make some big plays. You know, he did show that explosiveness, and and then, like I said, all of his players rave about his athleticism as a quick, explosive back, and he can provide something else for them. But, Kevin, I think this game was all about the running game and the front seven, and they got to get healthy, though, coming into next week. They That's going to be healthy. huge. Coming into next week and, and weeks in the future, Getting healthy is huge coming to the playoffs as this team is, is powerful and they can definitely look to make a playoff run. Well, thank you for joining us on DHS Press Network. We will be back next Thursday 
Dominion Titans against Riverside at home. Thank you for joining us. Cheers.